Yeah, we're live. Good afternoon. Welcome in. Welcome in to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Would love to welcome you in to the afternoon edition, the Wednesday edition of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Would love to see who's hanging out with us. Y'all hit it on a Talking Trek server sound off. Yo, what's up? Meta Evil Knight on server 13. Welcome. Vagabond, howdy from server 10. Jerry Ryan on 146. Zakara 136. What's up? Dirty Snowman on 37. Vita on 131. That's right, Hank on server 15, the flagship server. What's up, buddy? I Beglin on 32. Scaly on 193. Virtual Army 135. Data Systems on 27. Metal on server 8. Dieger on server 9. Stalka 175. Welcome to the show. Chadwell's on 29 and 55. Pops on server 37. Ape on server 21. Lord Farquaad playing way too nice, he says. On server 147. What's up, Dirty Bird? Yo, yo, server 15. Welcome to the show. Emperor Sun on 141. Hello, hello. European server 162 says hello. What's up, 704? Appreciate you being here. Hey, Jim, server 15. Subutai on server 135. Welcome to the show. Hey, uh, Karkin, what's up, buddy? Server 28 says hello. Sotak, uh, Lieutenant Razik, thank you. Impervious 135. Coulter on 15. Cobra. Cobra Bites, welcome back to the show. He sent me a message earlier. He said, buddy, I've been I've been retired from the game. Seven months I've been away. And how he could not stay away. He couldn't oh, stay. Oh, come on, man. You had a beat. <laughs> he could not you stay away. <laughs> you had the addiction. You were over the hump, Cobra. Seven months. Welcome back, buddy. Gallum on 21. Wicked Witch on 15. Pounds on server 43. Hudson. Howdy, howdy. Server 146. What's up? Data on 32. Chala 15. Skippy on server 15 says, hashtag return the burn. Vespa, what's up? European 147. How you doing? Kayla, server 129. Chala on server 15. Stony Dude on server 10. Dunk on 15. Twab on 22. Uh, Mr. Fusion on 15. Ben Baggins on 14. Captain Planets 167. Thank you, Captain Taylor 27. Welcome into the show. Harv on 37. Divine on server 164. Appreciate you being here. Job on 133. Be ready. 196. Robotech on 196. Uh, or uh, server 9, rather. Shotgun on 32. Uh, JD7. Walnut. Quackfu. Yaya. Day Trade. Slaughterer. Burn Survivor. Vengatorix. Divine. And Tagora. Plus many, many more. Another 20-some additional messages. Appreciate you guys being here. Hal. 9,000. Artificial Intelligence. And former record holder. Of the uh, of the longest stay away before the addiction overcame you and you returned. Welcome, Hal Nine Thousand Cobra. Uh, appreciate you being here. Welcome back, buddy. Seven months in the free world, and here you are. <laughs> what have you been up to for the last seven months, man? <laughs> he probably seen the outside. Yeah, I mean, he you saw a picnic. You saw sunlight. He might have met a woman. Did Did you meet a woman, Cobra? Did is that, that what it is? Did that not go so well? Is that why you're back? I mean, <laughs> goodness gracious. Hey, uh, welcome. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, left-hand man and uh, show co-host Gregor is here from Server 9. Mr. Gregor, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, brother. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Welcome. Cobra says, no, I did not meet a woman. That's why I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, yeah, what I mean, a guy. We don't. Your we don't chances judge. just doubled coming back. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, <laughs> everyone's a woman in that scene. Ah, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. Listen, uh, hey, Jonathan Ingram. I'm listening while I drive through a snowstorm. Thanks for something to listen to, John. You be safe over there. I will say this, Gregor. Now you had we've had some weird weather the last couple of days. A couple. You said. Uh, that in your state, which traditionally does not get snow, okay, we're not going to go into your geographics, but you traditionally don't get snow. You got yeah. snow this week, right? We did That's a little bit, little bit. I mean, it lasted for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you got dumped on. How much? How much snow did you end up getting? Uh, maybe like less than an inch. Oh, okay. Well, that's not that bad. But, but I mean, I guess in your but area, dude, it, it never, never snows, snows here. Yeah, never, ever snows. Uh, in our area, it's actually abnormally warm today, which is weird. Okay. I, and actually, I would be willing to bet anybody in here who knows anything about weather probably knows that this is normal. Right now, it's actually warm. I got a T-shirt on. Okay. I got a T-shirt on, which is very weird for my area at this time of the year. However... We are projected to get five to seven inches of snow tonight. So <laughs> we're, we're on the leading edge. I guess it's like a warm front kind of thing. You guys understand pressure systems? I have no idea. It's warm right now, tonight, five to seven inches overnight. That's what, uh, that's what Ultimate DJs is looking for, uh, looking forward to anyway. Jonathan Ingram says, I'm on hour four of a 10-hour drive. Ugh. Gosh, I hate driving that much. Well, we appreciate you having us tuned in. Thank you for listening in the car. You stay safe on the road there, buddy. Uh, yes, welcome to Talking Weather. Now, Snake Eyes, you had mentioned a second ago, is, is there a problem? Is anybody having any issue with, uh, with audio? Because Snake Eyes said something might have been a little, a little bit quirky, a little different. Everything good here? Okay. No, I think he's just grinding as usual. Uh, Snake Eyes says, I just sound different. Well... I feel different, sir. Thank you. Uh, no, I'll tell you. Uh, I do actually feel different. Hal, I'd mention this to you. Gregor, I'd mention it to you as well. Uh, hello to our uh, Scopely overlords who are listening in today. Uh, I even, oh, mentioned, I even mentioned it to you guys. Uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, some of you guys may have noticed that uh, I was very absent. Very absent over the weekend and even the first part of the week. Uh, pretty much Saturday through Monday. I didn't come back until Tuesday. But I... Gregor, I had to unplug. Had to get out. I, I just I needed it to get out. Uh, I needed to, to get out. I needed to unplug a little bit and, and, and experience real life. Um, I was getting grumpy. Snake Eyes told me I was getting grumpy. <laughs> Snake Eyes said... Hey, did you brought me to woman? Can, I, no. I mean, I've been married for <laughs> almost 10 years. Snake Eyes, the, the, the Mr. Grump of our show. Talking Tracks, Mr. Grumpy told me i was being grumpy last week so i had to i had to bounce had to take a second gregor you ever had you ever had a minute like that where you just you just needed to just disappear just you know for sure buddy yeah yeah and you know what it's because you're getting involved in all those controversies <laughs> all the controversy. sucked in all of the controversy that is star trek fleet command well i'll tell you uh it it was it it was an interesting week last week um, however, I feel like some good things have happened. Some things still, you know, maybe not yet been resolved, but, uh, the events have been, uh, actually I've been really pleased with the events, Gregor. I, I, we'll talk a little bit about that. As a matter of fact, I want to get you guys. That's, that's part of what we're going to teach on today is, uh, preparing for an upcoming event. I know that there was some controversy over the Kirk and Spock auctions getting pushed back, but I'm here to tell you this actually 
when you when you think about it, this is actually a very good thing for almost everybody. It really is, okay? And and we're going to explain that and I'm going to give you uh, some some uh, some secret hints, if you will, some tips on how to prepare for these auctions and and what you need to be doing with your materials. Now, again, you know we've talked in the past about saving and hoarding for say a jellyfish again, uh, event. Well, the Kirk auction is really no different, Gregor. It is using the same metric as a jellyfish auction, but as more and more people are now obtaining the jelly they might think, well, what should I be saving for now? Well, now it becomes your epic auctions, okay? You, you still don't want to go out there and just, and, and you know, upgrade this as soon as you can or upgrade that as soon as you can. There is still a method, you know? There is still a strategy. And uh, and that's what a lot of people were saying when they were, when, when the Spock auction got pushed. They were like, oh, well, that messes with my strategy. Well, let's talk a little bit about that strategy today and how you can do it in a relatively free-to-play fashion. Yes, I know that you can spend, absolutely. And, and I, I probably will spend a little bit on it too. But I haven't also been doing upgrades for a while, Gregor. I told you the other day, thanks to the last, P.S., there's a Prime Officers event going on right now. Thanks to the one last week, I was able to accumulate, finally, you guys have been listening to me talk about it, I finally was able to accumulate enough rare ore, enough rare ore to finally tear my auger. Gregor, I was really excited. I, I called you. I said, oh my gosh, my auger is ready for tier eight. Except, Gregor, do you think my auger is tier eight right now? I sure hope not. It sure isn't, ladies and gentlemen. Why would I intentionally wait to tear up that auger? We're going to reveal that to you coming up very shortly. In the meantime, before we get into all the teaching that we've got prepared for you today, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to check in with our news studio for headlines from across the world. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Talking Trek Stupid News. Stupid News! Yes, JB. JB says my auger is not tier 8 yet because I hate my alliance. <laughs> I should have my... T Thank you, Steve. I should have my auger out there killing everything. You're right, but it, it will be soon enough. It will be soon enough. The the Kirk auction is what? Uh, February, oh gosh, February 2nd, February 1st. I don't even remember. I'll have to go back and look. Let's see, official announcements. I'll tell you. Uh, DJ rocks it without needing to be tier eight. February 1st, February 1st at noon Eastern. We begin uh, the rescue Kirk event. That is the Kirk auction. And I'm here to tell you, that is when my auger will go to tier eight. And I'll tell you why coming up shortly. First, stupid news. Let's see what we got going on in the world today. Uh, Gregor, I'm sure you heard about this. Apple is warning anyone with a pacemaker to keep their iPhone at least six inches away from your chest at all times. Uh, and, <laughs> I mean, that that's a scary warning, right? I mean, <laughs> listen, I don't even really have a joke for that. That's just a scary warning. When a cell phone company comes out and says, listen, don't let your phone near your heart. And I don't think they had anything to do with looking up the cost of the iPhone either. Like, I don't think that was that was part of it. Apparently, what they're saying is that the iPhone can actually speed up your pacemaker, folks. That whatever signals are emanating from the iPhone, it can, it can increase the speed or mess with the logistics, like the programming, of the pacemaker. Es especially if you have Sprint. Okay. <laughs> A new survey by the CDC 
The Center for Disease Control, ladies and gentlemen, estimates that one in five Americans... No, this is not a coronavirus story, Gregor. One in five Americans have an STD. You got it, buddy. <laughs> one in five. Everybody, look at the two names above you and below you on this list in our chat room right now, and one of you has an STD. <laughs> Scientists. Not it. <laughs> not hit. Fingers on my I'm nose. Definitely not from the US. Oh, one in five Americans. That's true. That's true. One in five Americans have an STD. Scientists We're all have Star a Star Trek fans. We don't get late. <laughs> exactly. Scientists have a term for this phenomenon. It's called Madonna. Uh, no, it's a, it's, oh. ooh, it's a nice way of saying that masks are not the only protection you should be wearing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, speaking of STDs, a hacker has posted the private information of over 2 million users from the Meet Mindful dating app. Now, I've never actually heard of this one. I have no need for dating apps, admittedly, but, I mean, I still know of some of them, right? You got... You got, uh, I think, Tinder, right? That's one. Um, I think Bumble is another. You got uh, Plenty of Fish. You got Farmers Only. <laughs> Farmers Only. Uh, then you got, apparently, this new one called Meet Mindful. Uh, it's a dating app. Luckily, just like other apps, okay, nobody tells the truth. So probably don't have anything to worry about with their information being stolen. Um, let's see. Yo, was it, there was another one, wasn't there? Isn't Ashley Madison one as well? I think. Or did that one get shut down? I don't remember. I think that one's gone. There's a bananasonly.com. You got it, JB. Right? <laughs> and Hobgoblin says, don't forget about Pornhub. You're right. That's a real one, too. Uh, weird thing is, there's two million different user profiles, but only one million different profile pictures. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, police believe the hacker's 28, but knowing online dating, he's actually 40. Uh, Gregor, you're a big news guy. You listen to the news. I know we, we discuss news uh, frequently, you and I. We, we enjoy these types of conversations we have with one another. WGN America. Uh, I, I got to admit, I've never heard of this network. WGN America is changing its name to News Nation to compete with CNN, Fox, and MSNBC. Uh, personally, I think I can speak for everyone. Gregor, when I say finally, more politics in our lives. It's about damn time. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to a new news network. Uh, news Nation says it will report the news without bias or an opinion, uh, which is exactly what the other channels say, and we all know how that, that typically works out. Uh, Fox claims they're fair every night, okay? But apparently more people trust the finger sandwiches at Jeffrey Dahmer's house. So, <laughs> hey, those are things. I know, it's a little delicious, right? Mary-Kate Olsen is in the news. Mary-Kate Olsen and Olivier Sarkovsky. Sarkovsky. I'm sure I'm not saying that right. Uh, they have apparently been granted a divorce after five years of marriage. Uh, the judge looked at, at uh, Oliver and was like, you got it, dude. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you. Olsen was 34. Sarkovsky was 51. They met on the dating app, plentyofdaddyissues.com. Uh, <laughs> this also explains why Sarkovsky's friends are congratulating him on losing 40 pounds. <laughs> you get it? Because he no longer yeah. has Mary Kate. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. your stupid news is complete. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, come on. That was good for you. I even moved that. Yeah. I even moved that one to the end. Okay. I like that one was, I've, I wrote that one a while ago. I moved it to the end. Uh, is what I did. Gregor, welcome to the show. 
<laughs> hey, buddy. Oh, I I cracked myself up with that one. I mean, really, I, I know you love stupid news. I thought that was I thought that was the good one. That's why I moved it to the very end. I thought it was the best one. Yeah, it wasn't good. Come on, the losing forty <sighs> pounds. That was hilarious. Okay, Harker says the French in me are crying at how you say Sarkovsky. I'm sure I, I said I'm, I said I'm not saying it right. How how am I supposed to be saying it? Is it Sarkozy? Is it, is it Sarkozy? Uh, anyway, welcome in everybody. I I know. Yeah, I don't have a Florida story today. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome in. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Ingram says the best of stupid news jokes isn't exactly saying a whole lot. Thank you for your vote of confidence ladies and gentlemen uh let's get right into it first and foremost all right the biggest thing that i have seen of course i like i said i took about three four days off from the discord upon my return one of the biggest topics that i've seen in the official discord uh gregor is the battle plan uh, battle pass overflow event Pfft, what a scam they're going to make me buy points there's just no way there's no way we're going to get to uh, what is it, 300 and, 325,000 points or whatever it is. There's no way. Here it is, 320,500. There's no way I can get there. No way. They're going to make me buy points. All right, let's go back to what listeners of this podcast heard at the very beginning, what viewers of our YouTube saw at the very beginning of this arc. And, Gregor, I would invite you to deliver the news if you'd like. The Battle Pass Overflow event will or will not be able to be completed by the free-to-play community. Will. That's correct, everybody. That's correct. The Battle Pass Overflow event will be able to be completed by the free-to-play community. Here is the, here's the, the caveat to that. Uh, Ripper, you and, I, you and I also talked about this at the very beginning of the event. The caveat, welcome to Ripper's Corner. How you doing, Ripper? Welcome to the show. Eh. <laughs> have been better, you know. Well, I was going to ask you about your sleeping thing. You doing you doing a little bit better with the sleeping thing? Community's been asking about your well being. You actually got a little bit. Of sleep? It is it is a bit better. I, I never guess. Asked. I think maybe <laughs> I we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, well. Okay. What you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Well, we appreciate you being here, Ripper uh, of Ripper's Corner. What was required of the free to play community? to complete the Battle Pass Overflow event without spending money. All of the Battle Pass point events. 100% perfect participation. 100% perfect participation. Thank you, Ripper. That was the answer. And Harker says it was kind of already implied already. Uh, if you take a look, even in your news center, okay, the last milestone of this event will correspond to slightly less than the full amount possible to collect through events. All right. Yes, Andar says we've had. It's been hard to explain to the peanut gallery. Doc says I thought it was a given. Uh, well, it's been a very hot topic of conversation. Let me give you some math. Okay. Let let's let's do this. If you guys and, and I'm not going to like do super math. Okay. This is not nerdy math. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go down some points here, Ripper. I'm gonna go down a couple of points. The overflow event caps out at three hundred and twenty thousand five hundred points. Okay. Today is day sixteen. All right. I don't know how many of you guys have already done your Battle Pass event for the day, uh, which was the Hostile Hunt bonus points. Okay, it was the bonus points. And by the way, don't forget that the bonus points event, the bonus points event was put into place in place of domination. Now, 
Uh, I want to bring you back to this point. All right, players were concerned. Players were concerned about domination uh, having such a, a prevalent role in this arc because, golly, a lot of players are getting to the point where domination is becoming a little bit more challenging, Gregor. All right, um, you may not be able to do enough buildings or enough research or may not have the officers ready to upgrade, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so Scopely heard the pleas of the community, removed four days of domination and replace them with hostile hunt bonus points. All right. Now this was not necessarily, um, you know, to build additional buffer or to get players closer to the overflow event. This was designed as a, as a hostile hunt with additional points. Okay. Hostile hunt with additional points, meaning that the traditional hostile hunt, right, Gregor didn't offer the 20,000 points that we're getting with this particular event. Domination has traditionally offered the 20,000 points. Yet what they've done is they've incorporated this hostile hunt, and by the way, incorporated armadas into it, which, from what I'm hearing, is being widely praised in the community. All right, Gregor? It's awesome. I know you said this has... This it's is... awesome, but they need to scale the points <clears throat> better. Tell me, tell me what you mean by that. Because uh, mine's simple. Okay, mine's simple. If I, For example, if I go out and I say do um, four... Let's say I did four level 39 uncommons. Done. That's all, that's all I need, you know. Now, granted, that would take 15 minutes per. That's an hour, okay? So, you know, that, that I guess four, that's an hour. I four could... level 3900 or four level 39 uncommons would get me, like, uh, 17,000 points, and I need 350,000. 350,000 points. So your milestones might be a little bit off. You're saying that your only option – uh, in the in the upper 40s is that you're going to have to go after the hostels. Is that correct? Right. Okay. Right. All our points are the same. It's just our milestones are significantly different, right? So, so even, even mid-40s, even mid-40s, uh, like Uncommons won't do anything for me. I need to do about 20 of them before I can actually get enough points to finish my milestone. Okay. All right. So let's do this. Be ready. Uh, Gregor, you said yours was 350,000. Be ready. I'd like to get yours. Let's go ahead and, and offer a piece of feedback here if we're taking a look at, uh, at at the point scaling. All right. And 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 obviously that the milestones themselves are scaling, right, guys? Because, Gregor, yours is so much higher than mine. Mine, mine at level 39 only requires 18.3,000 points. There's Jay Berg's at level 45 at 120,000 points. So that's definitely scaling upward, probably somewhat steep. Um, and <laughs> Snake Eyes, as we uh, attempt to be completely representative of all ops levels on this show, let's just do some quick math. Now, Gregor, you, let's say presumably uh, that you're hitting, let's pretend that you're going to hit Capital City Traders. I know that you don't, but let's pretend that you're going to. Capital City Traders at 350,000 points, one single Capital City Trader gives you 5,125 points. So, folks, he would have to kill 69 that's what she said 69 capital city traders in order to f <laughs> sorry i mean that, that's the math you guys can do it on the calculator i just saw it and i had to I had to snicker uh 69 capital city tra <laughs> traders in order to finish your event now gregor 69 capital city traders for you is either a extremely long while waiting on that spawn of the light trader so to speak or B, extremely expensive if you're going to hit the heavies. What do you do and say? Well, like, what what do you do to complete this event? What is your plan of attack? Yeah, no, I'll 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 go up and hit fifties, uh, but it is expensive, right? So, 
You know, that's that is only option. That is an interesting thing that you and I have talked about. Uh, for example, we've put a lot of emphasis here lately on the power of the G4 ships as compared to the G3 players, right? Community, we've done that. We've talked about uh, we've, we've talked about a, a ton of, of ton of points on both sides of the aisle here. Uh, and we come back to, and, and Gregor, I appreciate your point on this, uh, not to really dive into this subject, but, but I had summarized that the issue was not necessarily the burning versus the not burning, but it was more centered around G4 repair cost. Except in, in, in PvP, you know, the ships, you know, G3 ships don't have a, a prayer against G4 ships. However, you take a look at this. For example, you look at this perspective. This is a PVE perspective, and Gregor, you say that the ships are not exactly overpowered as compared to the ships in PvP because of the power of the hostiles. Is that correct? Give me a little bit of insight into that. Yeah, like I mean, you know, you can't. I can't go wipe those on a rare hole. I can't go complete that on one rare rare hole. You know what I'm saying? How many how many holes might it take for you to complete this event? If you had to go and uh, and let's let's say you're going to kill level 50s, about, all right? About one and a half, yeah, about one and a half. But that's like a 600 million trit. I was going to say you're cool. you're spending between six and 700 million titanium for your hostile hunt. Okay, so so PVE. Goodness, it just it kind of just can keep. It's like you lift up a stone and you find a bunch of a bunch of little ants that scurry around, a bunch of little you know bugs that scurry it's out. It's fine. I didn't want to. I don't want to distract. I'm just saying, like, like I wish they scaled the the armadas so that it was some equal amount, right? If a 39 can do four armadas and finish it, then why can't a 50 do the hardest four armadas, 39 epics, and not finish it? You know what, what I'm saying? We, That'd what be nice. We, what we should be looking for then potentially <laughs> is Dark space armadas? Just saying. I mean, Ooh, uh, that'd be cool. If I if I'm gonna throw out an easy, I say an easy, but if I'm gonna throw out a fix for that, it's that uh, you're basically you don't have access to armadas that are going to shorten your time span. Is what you're saying? Because I believe that's why armadas were introduced into this. Right? Armadas were introduced into the hostile hunt to attempt to save us time. Right, I, I don't think there's any disputing that. If you go and you kill, uh, let's say you d you do an uncommon. All right, let's say you do a 37 uncommon with your team. That's 3,000 points. Now, if you've got the ships to do uh, a, a level 37 uncommon armada, then you're probably able to kill uh, level 39 hostiles. All right, a level 39 hostiles, 233 points. Now, you'd have to kill 15 of those, 15 of those to equal one. Level 37 uncommon. You could probably do that in 15 minutes, I guess. I mean, obviously, you should be able to. Right? I, I would say you should be able to kill 15 hostiles in 15 minutes. All right? If your ship is strong enough to be able to do all that on one hull. All right? So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, Gregor, I'm going to step back. I don't know what the intent of adding armadas was to this particular event. My, my gut reaction was to save time. And for me, definitely does save time. All right. As a matter of fact, it saves active time because I might go hunt hostiles, but if I just sit in one or two armadas, then I'm, then I'm pretty much done. You see what I'm saying? And if I don't have the active mm -hmm. screen time to dedicate at that particular moment, then maybe the armadas are better. 
the the point that we're going to drive here is, and I know we've touched briefly on three different subjects: a, you know, G four repair; b, uh, PVE strength, and and as relation to the to the G four power. But not only that, the lack of available Armada targets available to upper level players. Uh, you know, we'll put a pin in it. Okay, put up a sticky note, and and let's take a look at that. Back to the original point which was this hostile hunt offering additional points in lieu of domination. Now, I have remained perfect, Gregor. I invite anybody who has remained perfect, barring the kerfuffle about the, you know, the 20-minute or 30-minute clear the coast event that ran, you know, 30 minutes when it shouldn't have. Right now, without that kerfuffle, thank you, Rev, what's up? Without that kerfuffle, you should have 260,000 points. Okay, if you have completed day 16, you would be perfect at 260,000 points. Now, here's where people are going are going crazy. Day trade says, wait, not 269,000. No day trade. You got those 9,000 probably from that clear the coast that ran for about 30 minutes more than it was supposed to. All right. Grudging Sue says I've got 264.5 thousand, but I got a couple of milestones on clear the coast. A natural perfect. Thank you, Scaly. An intended perfect. An intended perfect would be 260,000 points. Now, people are saying 260,000 points. We've only got four days left. Four days, Gregor. We only have four days and I have to get all the way to 320,500 points. That is that is 60, almost 61,000 points. Uh, there's no way. There's no way they're going to make me buy points. Guys, first of all, 60,000 points. It's not a heck of a lot in the grand scheme of things when you consider what we've been getting. Let's take a look. All right, let's do a little bit of math. And we do. We have seen a few events that have paid a little less and a few events that have paid a little better. Right now, you should have 260,000 after 16 days. Do the math on that. 260,000 divided by 16 means you're averaging 16,250 a day. Okay, just, just go with me. You're averaging 16,250. Now, obviously, some days have been better. Some days have been worse, right? Some days have been better. Some days are worse. Take the 16,250, multiply by 20 full days, and ladies and gentlemen, it's 325,000 points. Now, obviously, that math is not, is not fixed because some events pay 15, some events pay 20, okay? But if you pace it out, if you pace it out, you're going to be fine. Plus, not to mention, Scopely has literally come out in the news center, Scopely has granted me the permission to speak to you and say that it can be completed for free. I mean, if you remain perfect, if you remain perfect, folks, if you have missed a day, then yes, you will not make it. Okay? The battle pass was be was always intended to be completed with 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 buffer time, right, Gregor? We've said that's been the, the case since January of last year. You've always been able to finish Battle Pass with a couple of days grace. All right. And and what has happened for the last 13 months in the last three or four days of the Battle Pass is people say, well, there's no incentive to doing the events. There's no incentive, especially since they put all the events into the Battle Pass. And now these events are just for points, right? Just for points. People say, well, I've got nothing to do. For the last three wasn't that days. their plan to reduce screen time so you didn't have you could pick and choose which ones you wanted to do you could absolutely you can pick and choose on what you want to do but there was that voice in the community that said well i've been perfect i participate fully i want paid for my time 
and I don't mean to sound snide, okay? It's a valid point. What is the point in playing the Battle Pass for the last three or four days if there's no benefit? Well, Scopely said, okay, all right, hold my beer. Here you go, players. If you can truly remain 20 days perfect, then sure, we'll throw in a little extra goodie for you. Here's the challenge, all right? We held your beer. Now it's time for you to hold our beer. Or something to that effect. <laughs> okay? If you remain perfect for 20 days, we'll pay you a little extra. We'll pay you a little extra. Okay? Now, let's take a look. Let's take a, a quick peek. Everybody's like, I don't know. I don't know why everybody's getting all in a hubbub. Right? In, in that it, Harker? The question is, why is anybody getting all in a hubbub? Well, there's some latinum there. Okay, cool. There's, uh, let's see, looks to be at my level 1,600 ultra recruit tokens, another 600 premium recruit tokens, and what, maybe 3,000, 3,000 latinum, something like that. And listen, it's not, it's not crazy. Okay, it's not super huge, but it is a little extra. And, and FYI, I don't know about you guys, for me right now, Right now, at this particular moment, latinum is big time. I've been saving a ton of latinum. I've been saving every scrap of latinum I can. I'm going to tell you why coming up in a few minutes, but I've been scraping, uh, saving every scrap of latinum that I can. All right? So, and, and then, of course, the Ultra Recruit tokens, that's never bad. I mean, you're getting enough for two chests right here. Okay? That's 20 shards. 20 shards. Not to mention, I am seeing in the chat right now that the frame doesn't look that bad. It's actually, I agree, it's kind of a pretty frame. Okay? It, it's, it's an original series. I mean, look at the nacelles on the side of it and the, and the etching in the bottom right-hand corner. It's actually good art. Okay? It's, it's good art. If you like art. Re you remember when Avatars and Frames first came out, Gregor, and I said, I'm not in. I'm not in. I don't care. You know, I, especially when it was just the officer avatars. I, I didn't care one bit. All right. I said, if you want me to be excited about avatars, I think that you should make them artwork, make them pretty, make them, make them unique, make them custom, make them, you know, actual art. Well, I think Scopely's done that too. You know, I, I think that we've seen some good art. We have seen some beautiful avatars. We've seen some interesting frames. Now, there's still the segment of the community that says make them do something, make them a utility item, and I don't disagree. I'd love for that to happen. But in the meantime, at least they've satisfied the, the uh, vanity side of me in offering some art that might be pretty. Okay. No, don't make them do something. That would be the, a terrible mistake. Well, from a from a mechanics point of view, it definitely could break everything. <laughs> no, that just means like you're you're essentially forcing people to use specific cosmetics because of a given mechanic instead of what they want. Okay. Which is completely defeating the point of cosmetics. Okay. There you go. No, if each one was just small enough and it's like a plus one percent to mining for this one or plus one percent to PvP combat it or matter. something. No, don't do it. And you can instantly Terrible change idea. it around and add I like it. Go well, for it. you know, a lot of people have been have been vocal about this, making them utility that they might be more interested in chasing them versus the people who want to keep it cosmetic. Blokemon says I like to keep it cosmetic. 
Okay, so uh, you know, hey, the, there's there's conversations to be had in this particular topic. Uh, another day, I wasn't, wasn't necessarily wanting to get into it today, but some people are not as interested in the battle plan, uh, battle pass overflow event. And 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 to you guys, I say, okay, no big deal. Then if it if you don't really care, then it doesn't matter because clearly tomorrow, if you've remained perfect up to this point, tomorrow you're going to finish your battle pass. Okay, and, and you're good, and then you're done if you don't want to do the overflow. But for those who do want to do the overflow, let's let's break down. Let me give you guys as much of a hint as I can without spelling it out. Okay, keep in mind keep in mind this right here. We got four event days left. If you finish today, you should have two hundred sixty thousand. We've indicated that you need sixty thousand five hundred to finish the overflow event if you've remained perfect. Now. Uh, let's take a look at the events that we've had. Okay, let's take a look at the events that we've had. Um, <clears throat> we've had Surveyor, right, Gregor? We've had the surveying event. Uh, that's popped up a couple of times. Uh, and traditionally, just just spitballing here, okay? What day, apostrophe S, does survey, uh, the Surveyor event show up? What Monday. day does that show up? What day? Monday, isn't it? Monday. Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. All right, so Surveyor shows up. Uh, that's on Monday. Uh, anybody keep track of how many points that was worth? <laughs> no. It was 12,500. Okay, 12,500. Then we had the Hostile event. We had the Hostile event bonus points. Hostile event bonus points, which, of course, today is our last one of the Hostile event bonus points, but that was 20,000 points, and it was shared with Domination. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else did we have? We had... Um, what was the one where you had to kill the swarm or the Borg? What is that one? Clear, uh, not, uh, system sweep. Clear the uh, coast. Uh, no, not clear the coast. That was exchange traders. Um, oh. exchange traders. Uh, that's another one though. We'll come back to that one. Uh, the Borg swarm one, uh, cosmic cleanup, cosmic cleanup. Yeah. Oh, no threat reduction. Sorry. I had it wrong. <laughs> Cos cosmic yeah. cleanup, threat reduction, whatever you want to call it. Threat reduction, threat reduction. That's what it is. Threat reduction, Borg and swarm. All right. Anybody remember the, the points on that one? Anybody remember the points for that one? Two. I'm not that much of a geek, man. <laughs> uh, that one was 15,000. 15,000 points. Okay. And lastly, you got your very last one, uh, which has actually been shared, by the way. We've seen this one more than once, and we've seen this point value more than once, um, which is the Alliance donation, uh, the Alliance helps thing. Okay, we saw that one. We've seen it twice. Unity. Unity, thank you. Unity, how many points is Unity worth? Unity is worth five seventeen thousand five hundred. See, I track this stuff. <laughs> okay, so these are the four flavors, if you will, of Battle Pass event that we've gotten throughout this particular arc. Okay, count them with me: twelve, five, fifteen, seventeen, five, and twenty. Those are the four. Now. If we got four days in a row of mining, Gregor, then yes, Scopely is sticking it to us, everybody. <laughs> if the next four days are all surveyor events, then we're in trouble. Divine has got it right. So wait a second. What you're saying is if we get three more 15,000 uh, point events plus a 17.5, then we're covered. Exactly. Exactly. If you got three more 15s and a 17, you're covered. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's think about it. Okay. <clears throat> now, nah, you know what? I'm good. 
I'm going to say this. You need three more 15s and a 17 to hit the the top to be perfect. Okay? And I will reiterate to you, ladies and gentlemen, that it is able to be done if you have remained perfect. Okay? Is there room for you to have missed a day? No. No. Because what were the words? You must remain perfect. So for those of you who have missed a day, for those of you who have missed a day, then you do have a choice in front of you. Do you want to pay for points to finish the overflow event, or do we, do we scrap it? All right, or do we let it go? Uh, the question, I think, kind of lies with you. And FYI, don't buy points right now today if you missed an event. Wait until the last day and see how many points you're going to need. All right? Maybe, maybe you guys got a few extra bonus points from that accidental clear the coast that ran. Maybe you're going to be okay. Okay? Maybe you might squeak through. But, guys, I'm here to tell you, from the planned progression, from the planned progression, you were to remain 100% perfect. And you would finish the overflow event. That's what they told us at the beginning. They said that on day one. They said it before maintenance. We put it in our video. 100% perfect participation, and you will hit that event for free. Okay? So as long as the next three day, or the next four days consist of at least... 15,000 points three times and a 17,500 point one time, then you'll finish. And I'm here to assure you that I have seen the schedule and that is going to be available, at least. That's what's on the calendar, okay? So I go back and wrap up with this. For those questioning whether or not Battle Pass Overflow is obtainable for free, the answer is yes, with 100% perfect participation. Okay? There you go. Questions, very quickly. One or two minutes on this particular event. Scaly says, do I lose my mind mining for four days? No. Um, we do want you to try to get it back after mining for the last two. Gregor, how'd you, uh, <laughs> how did you do with fascination? My alliance, typically not a mining alliance. My alliance decided to go all out. I'll tell you why we went all out. The rewards were actually pretty stinking good. For a mining event, the rewards were decent, decently strong. Good speed ups. Less than my alliance went after it for the rare materials. Yeah, goodness. I mean, we we don't typically compete in mining events, <laughs> but the rare gas is kind of necessary. Kind of necessary. Uh, Blue Mandalorian says, did the bonus battle pass hostile hunt that they released uh, to compensate for Clear the Coast, bring free-to-play closer to the overflow completion. Blue, let me say this again, okay? The Battle Pass bonus point, uh, the Battle Pass Hostile Hunt bonus was not necessarily to compensate for the Clear the Coast snafu, but was to replace domination, okay? Free-to-play were always able to complete overflow completion, always, Okay, that was never not in the plans. Free-to-play could always do it if they remained perfect. All right. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, we enjoyed the fascinating event. Gregor, how did your alliance do with this? You guys, you guys do a lot of mining, right? Yeah, we did. We won it. We won it. We did good. 
It was close, though. <clears throat> it was close on our server, too. Uh, how many of you guys actually participated a little bit heavier in this particular event because of the rewards? I know there was some head-scratching about the use of Spock. We actually figured that one out. As a matter of fact, Snake Eyes, I think somebody actually put it in here. There was a spreadsheet or a chart where people were trying to figure out what was going to be the most valuable point-getter. <laughs> Did, uh, just Obviously, the event's over now. I don't expect that we're going to see it again. Uh, but just in, in curiosity, did anybody actually happen to figure that out? Mm, some people saying dilithium. Some people saying dilithium. Some other people saying mycelium. Mycelium, I think, was the best. Yard of data. Yard of data. Goodness gracious. However, lots of people <laughs> Lots of people talking about it. I didn't it. actually do the math, but red data came up as a, um, a potential. Mm-hmm. So in other words, what you guys are saying is that almost regardless of whatever it was you decided to mine, everybody was pretty daggone close to the same playing field? That maybe, in fact, it was a grinder's event? Maybe, in fact, it really just came down to how much daggone time you spent? Golly. Good math. What? Tequila no, says. Tequila says there were multiple avenues. And Tequila, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I invite you to consider this also. All right. The rate of isogen mining is different for every player in the game. What? What are you talking about, mm -hmm. DJ? Uh, take yeah, a look. You have that research. That's right, everybody. Take a look at your territory research tree where there is isogen tier one, isogen tier two, and isogen tier three mining speed. And depending on where you were there, Actually dependent. Listen, we've talked about this in the past, Gregor. Somebody came in here and said, oh, two-star two isogen was by far. That was the best points, hands down, no question. Uh, no, it was for you. Okay? Could have been for you. But for me, three-star uh, three isogen was better because I had been working on the third leg. God, Gregor, <laughs> 460 million points yourself. Uh, my alliance... Got 1.1 billion. <laughs> so you did you did almost half all by yourself. Um, yeah. Well, because we had the we had the knowledge uh, in this second go round of preload. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, the just first time around, it was like 200 million. What so. did you just out of curiosity? What did you preload? I'm gonna guess. Let me guess. Your lithium. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I was yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say dark space, like deep, deep, deep. Real deep deal nodes, uh, but dilithium way, way up in warp 120. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out yeah, for for five days of effort was was worth five million dilithium because <laughs> you can mine dilithium in the game. You know, if yeah, you need it. If you need it. What? Uh, yeah, I know, crazy, right? Huh? Uh, I will say no. this: um, there were a lot of people uh, on server 15 who adopted this <coughs> this um, this method. Uh, and I, w I will shout out, uh, just because I know, okay, I'm sure other servers and other alliances did this, but shout out Server 15's Think, who ended up winning first place. But let me tell you something, Gregor. They were, like, in the top three or four the entire event. My alliance actually thought, oh, my gosh, we might win. We might get first place. And going into about two minutes left in the event, we were in first place. And then all of a sudden, Think starts jumping. 20 million points at a time. <laughs> Where's big country? 
Big country. I, I'm curious how many players he had in dark space because what was it, Fusion? Did they jump 250 or 300 million points in like the last minute? It was insane. 300 million points, Gregor, in, in the span of, of 60 seconds. I mean, at, at that point, you obviously knew they must have had buku players sitting up on deal nodes overnight, two days, what, however long they were up there. They were, they were there. They were on the deal. They were on deep deal nodes because when they came off, I mean, those points just jumped like crazy. And I would imagine, uh, Clyde, you guys must have been using, using Spock as well. Yeah, Fusion says they were definitely sandbagging on those dilithium nodes. Uh, it was big. Okay, JB is correcting me saying it was about 60 million. Still, it was enough. It was enough to, to, to knock us out of first place. And, uh, and that's, that's how they did it, was deal. And that was, that was the sandbaggers paradise right there, Gregor. That you did the same thing. You were deep mining dark space dilithium nodes. And, I mean, uh, you're trading out your ability to do other things, right? So That's true. That's okay. true. Okay. Zakara says, what's the size of a dill node in dark space? Um, I don't know. Uh, Clyde? Depends on the space. Yeah. They yeah. range from 100K to 1 million. Yeah, 1 million is up is up real, real deep. and, and That's so the highest they go, is 1 mil. Woo-wee. Warp 120 has got dill nodes at 1 million. And just out of curiosity, uh, Clyde, Gregor, uh, Big Country, anybody, what with, were you using Spock or were you using him elsewhere? No, I was using both Spocks. You were using yeah. Spock. So what was your mining rate of dill out of curiosity? It was like, it was like 8,600 8, or something like that. About oh that. Oh, my goodness. Spock. I, I think I put him on a Vortivore and it was, it was about 8,600 an hour. God, that's that's terrible. <laughs> that's just terrible. Oh yeah, I was gonna say Ugh. days of mining it. I ended up with like plus five million dilithium. <laughs> you know, <laughs> with, with six ships mining for days. Well, some other people decided to do something a little bit more active, which was Spock on a discovery mining mycelium. Now that was a sixty-second refresh, but that was also giving pretty decent points. Uh, I think we did the math on that with Spock. That was giving you roughly 38,000 points every 60 seconds. Data was another one. Data given really good points, okay? But, of, you know, of course, those requiring active mining. You know, data was every... I used Spock on a Botany Bay, and I was still, you know, it wasn't my normal six seconds. It was about nine seconds, okay? So, so nonetheless, there were multiple ways. But what's interesting, and what I wanted to reveal, what I wanted to point out, was that everybody... Mind a little differently, Gregor. Yarda was not crammed up like a normal data mining event. Um, I thought they did a good job of being broad with the materials you could yes, mine. It was very, yeah. it was very balanced. And not only that, but the point values were uh, correspondent, if you will, to the effort that it took. Uh, you know, Dill, for example, was very slow, as you guys are saying, but if you had the capacity to find a deep Dill node, then that, then that worked. Um, for those of you mining Isogen, which is actually what I did a lot of, was mining Isogen, um, you know, that was a good kind of middle of the road, but if I had four ships on Isogen, then, you know, I was doing a little bit better than maybe Gregor, you know, who had one ship on Dilithium, if he only had one ship on Dilithium. So anyway, long story short, uh, in wrapping up this event, it was a good, good 
uh, balance of points uh, with the fascinating event. So I was, I was actually really, really pleased with that. Uh, and good payout. All right? That's another thing that I've been seeing, Gregor, as we segue into our next topic. Uh, overall feedback, as we come into the last four days of this arc, overall feedback has been, golly, has been very, uh, very synchronous. Okay? I mean, there's not a ton of widespread opinions about this arc. The, this particular arc, Gregor, I'll, I'll invite you to speculate. Ripper, uh, with your feedback, I know you've been gathering feedback. Here's what I've seen, all right? I've seen, um, for the most part, I've seen good creativity, speaking specifically of scrambled communications. I've seen good event payouts. Uh, I've seen good creativity with the events writing, something a little bit different. For example, fascinating. Scrambled communications, a good event payout. All right, the uh, prime officer's leaderboard, that's a good payout. Okay, battle pass overflow, good payout. Uh, fascinating, good payout. All right, uh, Ripper, real quick, your general, just, you know, in 60 seconds or less, feedback uh, or community sentiment regarding the arc? Yeah, seems fine. Thank you for Put your... light on content, but, you know, <laughs> well, event... Yes. Consider we... the events are not bad. We've talked bit, about that. a bit different. So it was a little bit different. We've talked about arc one is typically a little bit slower in its content, just simply because it's the warm up. You know, it's the introduction. Yeah, I know, but still, yeah. Vita says they skipped the boring arc start. Uh, Story wise, I don't know that I agree with you. Okay. Um, well, uh, it, except for if you bought, if you are doing board, you had some specific board events. Mm-hmm. But in all other arcs, the the first was like, it starts with the events we used to know outside of the arcs, like Faction Hunt, Domination, and this time they changed that, and we got events like uh, uh, an arc-specific version of uh, Faction Hunt and stuff like that. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, good. Battle Droid, get this. Battle Droid says, my favorite event was Scramble Communications. I think a lot of people really like that. I... I, I still maintain, I told you at the beginning of the arc, that was my most favorite one I was excited for, if it rolled out, and I think it rolled out pretty well. Battle Droid says, my favorite was Scramble Communication. Fascinating was number two. Gregor, is that not crazy? Fascinating. That's pretty much what I heard was, was everybody mm-hmm. loves Scrambled Communications, and they want more of that kind of stuff in the game. It was something new. It was something different from what we had well, done the if last If we could just get content creators to stop publishing the uh the, the shortcut results I, and answers that would be fantastic yeah yeah um you didn't have to watch it though and, and by the way he's not talking about me i didn't post any answers um you know what's interesting here is that i'm seeing that a mining event was actually ranked number two at least from that mm-hmm. from that particular player it's interesting jb of course says no more fascinating we again not a mining alliance okay we we spent we spent way too much time mining. Uh, but at least we were rewarded for it. That was why we did it. The payout was was at least worth it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, just uh, just good. Uh, Blue Mandalorian, I like this. He says, new event types, extremely well done. I would have you tell Scopely good job, but I'm hesitant because Scopely's typical reaction to being told good job is to break something as soon as humanly possible. That's funny that you mentioned that because that is a joke. Okay, that that's a funny thing, um, but no. In all in all seriousness, I think uh, I think the arc as it's presented itself has been decent. It's been decent. Uh, so it kind of kind of interesting there. 
Uh, I do. Also, yeah. Go ahead. Also, one point is uh, they made a mistake with the before research. Like, uh, oops, our numbers were wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, they kept it, and that actually made uh, Latin Monday fun again. You know, I don't. I'm not going to go out and say Latin Monday Monday was fun. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, it's it's, it's achievable now. It it's is not yes. like you have to spend uh, a, a lot of time. You got it. Compared That's... to before, mm -hmm. so you got more time for other stuff. So yeah. we got it out of the way quick yeah. to focus on fascinating. Yeah, we we finished that mining, so we could go do more mining. Uh, no, you're you're right. It was quicker. I'll tell you this um, regarding latinum mining, Gregor. I haven't missed a latinum refine this week, so uh, that is going to allow me to eventually progress with my divorce as well. I just just some good things. Just some good things. And you know what? Scopely's been responsive. Ripper. Uh, we got uh, Curon. Okay, Curon is going to be fixed in the upcoming patch. Aaliyah Mackinnon is going to be fixed in the upcoming patch. All right. Scopely's been responsive with some stuff this month. So, uh, anyway, some good ideas, good good feedback. And, guys, I appreciate that. And you know what? I said at the beginning of the arc, uh, as we wrap up this segment, and we'll get ready to go to break, I do want to remind you, okay, as much feedback as you're providing here, okay, I would very much encourage you to keep that in mind when you do your survey. Now, granted, there were some other things this month that that happened that may have been less than desirable. Okay, we had the we had the the of course for for probably ninety percent of the community, the rare versus epic thing worked itself out. There were still a few players left in the cold, you know, when they saw the rare, but already had prime officers and then bought the Borg refinery. Gregor, what do you do in that case? You know what? Let me let me ask you, Gregor. Because you're, you're up there where you're using four-star rare and using four-star epic. If a player purchased Borg Prime, all right, and now they've got the, the hundred four-star epic material, but they already have prime officers, what are you telling them to do? Because I, I, me personally, I've just been telling them to sit on the epic. And here was my mentality, and, and you share you know whatever you think. My mentality was sit on the epic. It's obviously harder to get, but we have now seen a prime use four-star epic it may potentially be feasible for us to see something else in the future use a similar material I, I don't know what what do you say to the player who already had prime and then purchased borg refine and now you know is going to end up with an extra 100 epic gas you know for me the rare was more useful so i converted mine <clears throat> Uh, but it depends on how much epic you have or how much, you know, like whatever you got. So I think it's different for every player. But either way, you use a lot of gas when you get higher ups or when you get, you know, like when you're building 40s, higher 40 buildings and stuff, you're going through a lot of gas. So, so you those, think there's a use for it for you, sure. You think the, the jelly, rare, whatever. You think the rare might be more usable in a broader sense? Mm -hmm. For me, it was. So I converted it. But I just wish they'd give us more of those converters. Like, let me convert all that all that epic gas down to rare. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, if I can add something, please. Yeah. What's up, V Ready? Yeah. Also, I mean, it depends on person to person because some people need uh, the, I mean, the research for repair. So basically, you can get the repair cost repair research done for gas for rare gas. So that would be another one. Okay. Uh, yeah, th that one. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it takes 150. 
So uh, it, it, it does take 150, but, you know, hey, 100 is, is working towards that, so you, you can certainly be able to knock 100 of that out of the way for the other 50 that you need. Also, don't forget, folks, obviously it's not going to make that much of a difference, but research actually reduced that for me. Um, I did my Borg refinery, and I still, <laughs> I still have like 24 epic gas. So, obviously not enough for the converter, but you're not going to have to spend all of it. So, you know what? Like V-Ready says, converting it down to you to, to save up for uh, the prime repairs may... Is it prime repairs? Is that what you said? It may be worth it because you're probably not going to be required to spend all 150 now that there's some other research contributing to that. So, you're right. You, if you end up with 100 and you only end up needing 120 maybe, then you're, you're significantly closer. So, yeah, uh, you know, not a problem there. Just, uh, I was just kind of curious what your feedback was on that. We can wrap up with speaking, this. Go ahead, Ripper. Yes, please. Speaking of Prime Borg, refinery minus broken. What? Oh, 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 okay. So, uh, on independent credits? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you know what? I, I, I can go ahead and, and address this. Yes, there, for some, it's not happening for everybody. Okay, it's not happening no, for everybody. No, I know. I created it. Contact your customer service. They I said they forwarded to to the team and closed the ticket. Oh well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I I have seen that response. I have also seen one other response where CS was able to actually fix it for a player. Um, they did whatever they were going to do, and and they closed the ticket, and he woke up and and signed in, and there was his double payout. Um, if you have Borg Refinery, and your independent credits for whatever reason are not doubled. Uh, we'll start here, okay? I would encourage you to start with a ticket. Um, it might not be prime repair cost, Jinzo. I can't remember. Is it prime repair speed, maybe? Yeah, it's speed. 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 Sorry, I misspoke. So it's prime repair speed, okay? Uh, Maztec says, what are they supposed to be at? I don't know. You need to look at it before and after because there's research that affects that. I think, what's the base value? The base value is only 50, isn't it? Or is it 100 in the Borg refinery? I don't remember what the actual base value is, but there's uh, research. Scaled by your Vidar. Yeah, it's, that's true. It scales by the Vidar. There's also outlaw research that contributes to that, and now the Borg Prime. So you need to look at it before and after you activate it. But I will say this. No, it, um, it doesn't have the gold border and stuff. That Yeah, yeah, that's true. It won't have the board. Anyway, long story short, if you happen to see this, okay, if you happen to see that it's not working for you, I'm going to say just at this point, go ahead and file a ticket. Um, I think that they know it's an issue, but but tickets are the best way to do it right now because it's not widespread. It's not an everybody issue. It's actually very, very few. So, um, unfortunately, Ripper was one of them. Uh, but, but yeah, if, if you get it, if you activate the Borg Refine and your, and your independent credits are not doubling and you don't get the gold border, just open up a ticket, it will be, it will be fixed. Okay. They, they know about it, but it, like I said, it's just, it's something they got to flip over for your account. So, uh, anywho, are we good? Any more questions real quick on, on arc one, as we get ready to wrap up, I do have a sneak peek into arc two. Um, not even a hint, just a bold face statement of fact for you coming into arc two plus we're going to uh teach you a little bit about how to prep do you have kirk yet do you have spock do you want to try to get him or if you already do do you want to try to tear him up the auctions are coming up in only four days what can you do to prepare uh this arc has probably made it easier than ever to actually prepare for an auction we're going to talk about that coming up right after the break Last questions? Gregor, are we good? 
Good. We're good. Fantastic. Hey, look there. Mr. Fusion says, I got Kirk today. Congratulations. Tequila says, yeah. Uh, talking about event payouts, you're right. The event paid out tons of Kirk shards. Uhura shards. Mechanin shards. Okay? Spock shards. This arc, man, puts you in a great position. A great position. And I hope that this actually becomes the standard. We're going to talk about it coming up right after the break. This segment brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. The Facebook group of toy collectors from all around the world based out of Minnesota that, uh, that love to sit there and talk about toys, whether it's old toys, classic toys, collectible toys, or new toys, rare toys, rare, rare toys, hard to get items these guys are your first stop okay they may have it uh they may know where you can get it they may help you value something of yours this is a group of toy collectors that just love and have a deep knowledge and a deep respect for toys now they're online at facebook.com slash mn toy posse go online check them out and uh, see if there's something that you've been looking for see if there's something that you want to sell these guys are going to have the knowledge to be able to help you out you might even find a buyer you could find a seller that's at facebook.com slash mn toy posse that's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast will return in a moment this program is made possible in part by a grant from Pizza Smut. If we don't deliver your pizza in 30 minutes or less, we'll give you a free penthouse magazine. Joining conference now. President Obama, it's me, Donald. How are you? I'm great. Hello, President Bush. Good morning. Look, I need some advice on how to be an ex-president. Oh, by the way, President Clinton couldn't join because guess what? Hillary saw my text messages while she was checking his phone for girls, so... That's just how white folks will do you. So how do you handle all your free time? I drank beer heavily and tried drugs enthusiastically. Well, I'm not a big drinker, not a big drinker. I was thinking about building a golf course in Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Well, then maybe I'll open one near Barack's house in Martha's Vineyard. Don't be thick, all right? Okay, okay. I guess I'll go with Plan C and run for president again. I'm absolutely adamantly opposed to that. Oh, sorry, gotta go. The chopper's here to pick me up. See you on the campaign trail. This is gonna be a mess. A long time ago, in a presidential administration far, far away, a Jedi health czar was banished from the White House health briefings. Get him out of here! Now, he returns in Czar Wars, Episode 2, The Fauci Strikes Back. Coming in with fresh ideas. A global pandemic marches on, and one man is forced with keeping the public calm. Let the science speak. Will he help the new president figure things out? With, uh, I don't know. Just say you don't know the answer. Or will the pandemic continue? Continue to grow. Look at the size of that thing. Star Wars Episode 2 The Fauci Strikes Back. Now playing in the White House press briefings and coming soon to a Twitter feed near you. Wrong. Not you. Tables can turn around And time 
everybody. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Thank you for your request, Abe. He says, hey, man, I want to listen to Default. All is forgiven. We could all use a little more forgive and forget these days. And, you know, buddy, I'm 100% with you. Thank you for the... Thank you for the sincere intent of your request, and I appreciate you making that. Uh, there it is, default, all is forgiven. A little more forgive and forget these days would be a good thing and go all the way around. Yeah, Abe, thank you. I uh, appreciate that very much. Uh, welcome back to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, feeling all fuzzy and warm and, and happy after. <laughs> you know, Gregor, uh, are you a fan of the Harry Potter movies? Did you, did you ever watch the Harry Potter films? Mm, yes, I've seen them. Okay, uh, so I'm going to like... I don't remember if it's like the the next to last one. I think it's the next to last Harry Potter film where where uh, Harry and Ron and Hermione, they're, they're traveling like all over the place and they're trying to find the Horcruxes. You know what I'm talking about? And they had the oh, one. Oh, yeah, dude. They had the one. All right, they had already found the one. It was like that necklace pendant and Ron would wear it. But by wearing it, it made you, like, absorb the evil negative energy, right? Uh, thank you, Jay Berg. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. By wearing the Horcrux, you were absorbing... It like, turned you into a... It was making you right. it was making you mean and nasty, right? Uh, oh, okay. I thought you were going somewhere else. No, <laughs> no. I'm talking about... Uh, yeah, pretty much like the ring. Um, Maztec says, so being a content creator is like wearing a Horcrux. Not quite, okay? Not quite, Maztec, but you, but I like where you're going. What uh, what it was for me... <laughs> sorry, Hal. Sorry, Caution. Sorry, John. Sorry, Jess. Uh, sorry, Moo. Spending time in the official Discord is a Horcrux for me. <laughs> I, Agreed. It, it is. Spending time in the official Discord was a horcrux for me. So, um, yeah, like I said, last week, Gregor uh, Snake Eyes said, dude, you, you got to take, take a step back. You just got to take, take a break for a day. So, because uh, I, was, I was being mean. I was being grumpy. So, I, I, I left the official Discord for four days. I left all of Discord. Gregor, you even tried to reach me. Uh, you ended up calling me on the phone, but even my message. I didn't respond to you because I, I wasn't seeing it when you called me. I, uh, I did it. I think he was concerned for my health and safety because I hadn't answered him in two, three days. Anyway, nonetheless, uh, I just unplugged. And, and when I came back, I, f- I, feel, I feel much better. Uh, yeah, no, Rev, I, I think that was, was that Friday? Yeah, I guess so. I just, I, I just, I had to, I had to do something real. No, and then, of course, Sunday, Gregor, Sunday is football day. And I'm thinking, okay, this is the year. This is the year, right? I was so excited. This was uh, my Packers moment to shine. This was Aaron Rodgers. This was Aaron Rodgers' chance to get to a Super Bowl. This was his opportunity to get back for his second Super Bowl. Yes, it was. How'd that work out? Uh, it didn't work out. It didn't not work well. out. Uh, <laughs> well it, it didn't. It did not go super well. Uh, you know, I was really excited. I had I had all the football foods. I had like the Rotel and cheese. I had the barbecue hot dog weenies. Um, Sunday was also, if you guys remember, was my birthday celebration. So I got my wife made the homemade <laughs> lasagna. All right, had the homemade lasagna. Had the beer. I was ready to go. And then, and then it's football time. Oh yeah. 
It was football time, baby. And then, and then Matt LaFleur proved to us that he belongs on the sidelines as a high school football coach somewhere in middle Kansas. Okay. Amen. Uh, listen, listen, I don't know. I don't know anybody. I'm not going to talk a whole lot of football. I know. Sorry. I just, I got to get it out. Okay. I don't know anybody who would have actually made that call. Okay. Like I don't, you tell me a coach in the NFL today who's facing Tom Brady and says, nah, nah, we'll just kick the field goal. We'll get the ball back. We'll get the ball back. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. Matt LaFleur, stupid. Yep. You know what? It's not Aaron Rodgers who shouldn't be a Packer next year. It's you, sir. You moron. Hmm. Anyway. And that's it. And now, and, and now it's out. So so Sunday night, Gregor sends me a message and says, hey, did you want to do the Cars episode? Snake Eyes did the same thing. Hey, did you want to do the Cars episode? And I said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sure don't. Because uh, all, all I want to do is talk about this. So nope. Sure don't want to do a show. Uh, but it, was, it ultimately ended up being a good thing. Uh, both Gregor and Snake Eyes said, well, you know, we, we did. We, we should all agree that we should all we just take the weekend off. That's what we did, and it was great. And here we are. We're charged. We're we're recharged. We're refreshed, and we're back here, ready to do some teaching. Um, Robotech says, "Yeah, they still would have needed a field goal. Yeah, exactly. They needed another possession instead of just, you know. Listen, they might not have gotten the touchdown. They might not have, but at least you tried. You know, at least they they. And if they did get it, I mean, listen, it's not exactly like, you know. Let me be respectful. Okay, it wasn't exactly like you had." you know, third string quarterback out there. You had NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers with more fourth quarter comeback drives than anybody in the NFL except for Tom freaking Brady. Okay, that was a showdown that, that should have happened. It should have been allowed to play out. Okay, you got Brady versus Rodgers, two of the greats in this game, and you kick a freaking field goal, you dummy. Yeah, dummy, and and you know what? You're right, Clyde. And again, I, I'm moving. I'm moving on, Snake Eyes. I'm sorry, Clyde. It it wasn't just that. In fairness, it wasn't just that. The Packers lost. They gave up multiple opportunities. It never should have gotten to that point. Three Brady interceptions and only six points. Okay, that's bad yep. too. That's bad too. You you got the the uh, pass interference call. Okay, that ended up being important, but it shouldn't have mattered. You know what I'm saying? There were there were enough opportunities in the game to where any one thing shouldn't have mattered, but unfortunately it all did. And so anyway, yeah, stupid LaFleur, stupid. Anyway, welcome back to Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome to a video game sci-fi nerddom podcast. Uh, appreciate it. Yes, I would. Oh, JB, get the... <laughs> He's get the hell out of here with that. That's really funny. He posted a meme um, with Brady holding up his six Super Bowl rings and the goat. Is it six? It's five, isn't it? Does he have six? No, it's six. He's got six. He's got. He's going for seven. Oh my god. Yep. You know, I will. <laughs> no, I'm going to move on. I'm sorry. I will say this. 
watching Brady in that game, despite his three interceptions, some of those passes. I mean, to take a team. Oh God, yeah. To take a team like the Tampa Bay Bucks, who who what won six games last year, seven, and take them to the Super Bowl this year. <sighs> he is really a goat, isn't he? He is. I hate to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, what, who else can pick a random team and say, uh, "Okay, we're going to the Super Bowl this yeah. year"? Yeah. God. Oh, that guy. Oh, That's that guy. What he did. I know it. Anyway. All right. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, nerds. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> a sneak peek into Arc 2 is what you were promised. Yes. All right. All right, Vita. <laughs> I'm very passionate about my Packers. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen, I don't even have a hint. I'm just going to give you a bold-faced statement of fact into Arc 2. It doesn't even – listen, I, somebody asked me for a hint, and here was my response. We don't normally do hints until we're actually in between the arcs, which technically we're not. Okay. So technically, I am not under any obligation to provide you with a hint. Okay. However, um, thank you to the Scopely Overlords who are still listening with us here today. And they said, ah, you know what? We'll give him something, but it's oh, not yeah, going to be Scopely. it's not going to be crazy good. Okay. It's not going to be super crazy good, but we'll give him something. And what we will tell you, uh, which I think, in my personal opinion, is kind of a no brainer. Okay, is that uh, Leonard McCoy, aka Bones, will be an officer introduced. In Arc 2. Again, I didn't say it was going to be a really good hint. Okay? I didn't say it was going to be a really good hint because obviously, obviously we're going to continue to grow the TOS crew. Okay? But yes, that is your hint is that uh, Bones, Bones, okay, is going to be an officer in his original likeness is going to be here in Arc 2. Okay? Um, Medieval Knight says, okay, let's talk about this. Should we skip the TOS Kirk auction and wait for TOS Bones? I don't know. As a matter of fact, I did also ask. I also asked if I could get a sneak peek at these abilities. Uh, not necessarily to read them out to you, but to give some insight, possibly, into his use, right? Um, and I was denied said information. I was denied that request, Gregor. All I know is that Bones is coming in February. Okay? Um, that's all I've got. Rude Dude says, million dollar question, are we finally going to get a checkoff in this game? Oh. Don't know. I don't know. Listen, oh. why do you say no? I kind of think that, that it stands to reason that the answer could actually be yes. Listen, it was, it was Anton Yelkin's family who didn't want his likeness in this game. Walter Koenig may be fine with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he may, he, he may be good with it. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It seems to me like we would get Walter Koenig in the game, but, but I can't say that for sure, and I don't know. And all I've been given here so far was Bones. February, yes. Okay. Battle Droid says, is World Killer confirmed? Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. All right. I'm going to tell you that I have not received any confirmation from Scopely on the Doomsday Machine. However, we have seen references to it in the game. We have seen mentions of it here and there. And then this little leak happened that I'm going to post into the graphics room right now. 
This little leak happened at the very beginning of this month's Battle Pass. All right? And by the way, Gregor, I don't even know when it actually was changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never actually saw it, but somebody sent this to me and said, oh, my goodness, we were right. We were right. Take a look. TOS Part 1, the Doomsday Machine Battle Pass. All right? This was released into the game. Plus, uh, Scaly Back, you're correct. The original series Enterprise in the story, if you read the missions, the original series Enterprise was investigating reports of destroyed planets when they encountered the anomaly that brought them to our timeline. Okay? So this that's the story that they're going with, at least in their timeline, in the TOS timeline all right then we get this battle pass we see some of the other things we saw the the hint from last month um you know uh, i suggest you beam me aboard uh there's clues everywhere you're right captain planets there's easter eggs just scattered throughout this game and so yes i do believe that the doomsday machine continues to be a focal part of this seasonal arc but we don't yet know when or how it will be implemented uh we don't yet know how or in what way any of the content is going to present, okay? What we do know now is that Bones is coming and Snake Eyes is ready. I'm a doctor, Jim, not a developer. And he's got a face shield there for you to purchase in our Talking Trek merchandise store, by the way. Go ahead and up there and check that out. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Bones merchandise now available in the Talking Trek merchandise store. Um, so yeah, we don't know how this is going to go. Okay. Don't, don't yet know exactly how it's going to go, but we will continue to share what we are allowed to share as we can. And, um, and, and there you go. As a matter of fact, uh, shout out to, uh, moderator Jess, who was really funny. She was very cute. Uh, this morning when, uh, when we were talking about when they, when they told us that we were going to get bones next month, she's like, listen. That's all great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, checkoff. Can we get a checkoff in the game? And, uh, and she said, listen, his ability, <laughs> this is really funny, Ripper. If you were going to pick an ability for checkoff, all right, what would it be? All right, there's only one answer. If, if you were going to name the ability for checkoff, it would have to be nuclear vessels. okay? Uh, there's no other ability that it can be. It must be nuclear vessels that is yes thank you blitz that's got to be the uh, that's got to be his ability if we if we are fortunate enough to get a check off in this game uh but nonetheless i i would i would hope that that would happen but yes bones coming don't worry in they'll R2. get to the movies and then they'll that's when they'll add the nuclear vessels <laughs> nuclear vessels all right um now listen somebody just asked the million dollar question should we wait on bones or should we participate in the kirk auction Oh, you can't answer that question right now. I, me personally, here's what we know. Here's what we know. We know that Kirk and Uhura are magical together. Okay? They just are. It's so interesting, Gregor, that, that in the Kelvin timeline, you had Kirk and Spock. They literally can't be separated. Okay? But in the original series, it ain't Spock, which is crazy to me. Right? It's Kirk and Uhura that cannot be separated. Those two are a dynamic duo. They must be they must be together. Have to be. All right? And if you really want to make uh, if you really want to make Kirk super extra lethal, you could throw 
TOS Spock in there as as an additional side card and get your get your Kirk full synergy. All right, and that's just making the you know that's just making the Enterprise go stupid. It, it's it's almost like like uh, TOS Spock could potentially be the Moreau to Pike. You see what I'm saying? Because TOS Spock is not doing a heck of a lot for you in the side card, okay? Let's read TOS Spock as a side card, okay? When fighting players, if the ship has morale, Spock decreases critical hit damage of the opponent's ship by 50%. That's a tier one. That, to me, is not anything over-the-top impressive, okay? That is not anything that's over-the-top impressive to me. But by having him in the side card, contributing 50% synergy to TOS Kirk, that could. And then if you got Yuhura on the other side, then you got TOS Kirk adding 150% of defense to all of your energy shots every round. That's pretty magnificent. Okay? It's very magnificent. Now, let me answer a question for you. Medieval Knight says, what about Kelvin Kirk and TOS Uhura? Is that okay? Yeah, it's it's okay. It's good. You're gonna feed Uhura, uh, you're gonna feed Uhura the morale that she needs to make her ability work, and her ability is great, okay? But Uhura's not gonna feed Kelvin Kirk any synergy. Okay? So you're losing the benefit, of course, by not having TOS Kirk. You're losing the benefit of TOS Kirk in that uh, not getting that weapons damage boost from Uhura. 704 says, but is a TOS Kirk needed to get to Tier 2? That's arguable, 704, and a very, very good point. Maybe not. His officer ability is a 75% chance to inspire morale for that single round. Okay, If you take a look in Elkar's 2.0 to get him to Tier 2 is only, what, uh, 80%, okay? So that's arguable. The The reason that you may want to consider it, possibly, 704, is statistics. And the biggest thing that you're giving up in TOS Kirk, as compared to Kelvin Kirk, is statistics, okay? Most of us have Kelvin Kirk maxed out, or close to it, and the stats are significantly higher than a T1 or Tier 1 TOS Kirk. So getting those stats are only going to contribute to his own captain's maneuver. It will be important eventually, okay? But to answer your question, do you need Kirk at Tier 2? Not for his morale, I don't think. It only goes from 75 to 80, all right? But you definitely want the stats because his PvP ability is stat-based, okay? So, so that's something to kind of keep in mind. You need the stats, all right? Pond says, is Kelvin Bones comparable to TOS Spock's synergy over time with the defense increase? No, because Bones only, if I'm not mistaken, somebody help me out, Bones is only doing stats. Oh, hang on. Let me take a look here real quick, make sure I'm telling you right. Bones is all the way at the top for me. Let me take a quick peek here. Bones, you're asking about, uh, is Kelvin Bones comparable to TOS Spock's synergy over time? The answer to that, as an officer, every time the ship gets hit by a weapons attack, McCoy increases the defense of all the officers on the bridge by 30%. That is statistics, my friend. All right, that's statistics. So, no, it's not going to do the same thing as Spock in the form of increasing your shields, all right, because he's only going to be increasing your statistics. Now, going back to TOS Spock, uh, TOS Spock in the sidecar 
is like, decreasing critical hit damage. So no, two different two different abilities there. All right. I think he's thinking the synergy balance. Um, the synergy balance. Okay. The defense you get if it would if the defense would increase enough to match the synergy that Spock would give you with the if you could reach the amount of damage increase with the defense with the as you could with the synergy that Spock's giving. It's actually a super great test. That's a super wonderful test. But I I remind you that um. Let me think here. No, I, I don't. It's only the guys on the bridge, and they're already <sighs> small stats. Well, and not only so that, more rounds or get their tier up higher. Yeah, not only that, but but you lose the synergy, which means Kirk is throwing less of a stat bonus into the weapons. You see what I'm saying? So, Pond, to answer your question, I without further testing, my gut says no. I I would love to test that out for you, but my gut says no because you're also going to give up the synergy, you know, for Kirk to not be able to, to add as much to the weapons, okay? Um, you know, you're adding 30% to the defensive stat, I agree, but that is also a base value, okay? Um, and it's only officers on the bridge, and it is 30% of a base value, and these officers have low stats. Their base values are low. So, yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with Kark in there. I don't think it's going to be enough because – you know, you still want the synergy to be able to get that that bonus from fifty percent to a hundred percent. Okay, so uh, there you go. All right, that, that's just no. It's I don't think it's gotten that complicated. It's actually a genius question, Pond. Mathematically speaking, can he overcome the synergy boost to TOS Kirk? Possibly, but you also have to remember too. Most PvP bouts are ten rounds or shorter. Okay, most PvP is 10 rounds or shorter, so you don't have enough time for McCoy to, to really, you know, build up, all right? You don't have a whole lot of time to really let that build up. And Scaly, he's not talking about TOS bones, obviously. That is completely guesswork. He's talking about Kelvin bones, Leonard McCoy. Uh, in his stat, uh, his officer ability is to increase the defense of all officers on the bridge, but it is, like Harkin says, only on the bridge. So, uh, anywho... Uh, Lakuta says, so TOS Uhura synergy to replace a maxed con or a maxed Marcus. Me personally, uh, and Gregor said he just had to step out. I believe what he was running with was TOS Kirk, TOS Uhura, and still using either con or Marcus or Shar, depending on his situation. He was still using one of those and was using uh, TOS Kirk and TOS Uhura to, uh, to, to do that. So... Uh, Jetski says TOS Spock should be more useful as he tears up, and I don't disagree with that. Um, but, you know, right now with what we've got in the game, that's that's where we're at. Uh, Bubba Joe says, uh, what about Bones, epic or rare? I honestly don't know. I, if they told me that I could answer, I would, but they I, they didn't give me that. I don't even have abilities. I got nothing. I don't know what it's going to be, okay? Um, but this does drive into my next point, which I want to, which I want to tie into here and, and prepare to move on. We're at 90 minutes here. The, the auctions that are upcoming, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about the Kirk auction and the Spock auction that were delayed. Okay. These particular auctions are now scheduled. Uh, the Kirk auction is scheduled for February 1st. Okay. And that will be a jelly style auction. All right, G3, G4 spend, and uh, I don't know. In the last auction, did we get rare and epic armadas in that, or was it just G3, G4? 
I don't remember. I know the jelly auctions will let you do epic and rare Armada directives. I don't remember if the if the epic auction did. Yes, Epic Neo saying Armada directives are included. So that's a G3, G4 spend, and includes Armada directives, rare and epic. Now, folks, here's the thing. People said that moving it from uh, January 19th to February 1st wasn't fair. And I came back and I kind of countered that. I kind of argued that, yes, people who, who blew their load on the first auction – uh, they have a little bit of time to rebuild. But if you didn't blow your load on the first auction, okay, not only did you have your stash from the first auction that you didn't spend, but you've also been accumulating and rebuilding since January 19th. So your stash should be arguably significantly higher than somebody who blew their stash on January or on the, uh, on the first one, okay, as compared to January 19th. So you should have a sizable stash, all right? Now, I told you guys on the last show, I mentioned to Snake Eyes, I held. I was a player that was affected by this because I intended the same thing you guys did. I intended to stock it up and try to compete in the second one, okay? Uh, But you're right, Commander Taylor. I've been holding back my progress, okay? So I want to talk to you just for about 10 minutes here on what you need to do to prep to find out if you are a viable competitor in the upcoming auction. And, and you're going to say, DJ, what the heck are you talking about? If I've got a bunch of materials, I can do it. Not necessarily, folks, all right? Because it's not just having the materials, is it? It's also having something to spend them on, okay? It's having something to spend them on. I <clears throat> have told you before, when I went back and competed for the jelly oh so many months ago, all right, I built my auger for the jelly event. I had no auger. I built the auger for the jelly event and took it up to like tier five during the jelly event. I saved all that. Well, how much did I know? How, how much was it going to cost? How did I know that I had enough, folks? L cars, L cars, L cars, L cars. Okay. You need L cars 2.0 to plan for an auction. Plain and simple. Okay. Period. Bottom line. You need. Elkars 2.0 to plan for an auction. And what I mean is you need to look at all the ships you got. Okay, take a look at everything you have right now that's not maxed. Okay, and you need to take a look at what you have in your inventory as far as material spend. Okay, so for example, I told you the other day that I had just gotten enough ore that I could tear my auger. So what does that mean? All right. For me, that means I'm going to come in and I'm going to spend 639 rare ore uh, for this last component. I'm also going to spend 153 rare crystal on this particular component. All right. So right off the bat, and this is what I did, by the way, even when I did my jelly, and this is what I'm doing again for the Kirk auction because I want to see if I have a chance. I went back. I got the scores from the first Kirk auction. I know that this auction will likely be a little bit lesser expensive, but I want to be prepared. So I'm going to consider myself my, my bar. I'm setting my bar against the first auction. Now, here's the next little subtle side piece is how great has it been, this arc, that so many Kirk and Spock, auction, uh, Spock shards have been distributed through events and the Battle Pass and, and everywhere else. Guys, I did not earn a single officer shard in the first auction. I completely withheld. I completely withheld, all right? And I still accumulated 61 
TOS Kirk shards, which means I need 50. I need 50 in the upcoming auction. By the way, 50, if I'm not mistaken, somebody help me out, I think that only requires me to get top 25. That may not be correct. That may be top 10. I don't remember. I ha- I've got all screenshots. i got to go back and look. All right. I've got 61. I only need 50, which doesn't require me to win. Tequila says top 10. Thank you. I, I thought I couldn't remember if it was top 10 or top 20. I think top 25 was what, like 30 or 20 shards, something like that. So, yeah, I need top 10, which means if I go back and look at top 10, top 10 wasn't actually that crazy. It wasn't actually that out of reach. It was only a few million points in my bracket on my server. Results may vary. (laughs) Okay, some brackets went out of control, and somebody else, I got documented proof, somebody won a TOS Kirk for about 700,000 points. Okay, so, I mean, it's totally easy to do, but you have to know what's in the bank. You got to know what's in the bank. All right. Tequila says, yep, that's confirmed. I got 55 shards for fourth place. It was fourth through 10th. All right. So I invite you guys to take a look. Go down. Take a look and see what 10th place was. That's the goal. And, of course, you you want a little bit of buffer there, too. Okay. Need a little bit of buffer. So I'm going back. I'm looking at my auger. Okay. I can look and see, hey, I got plenty of tritanium. I'm ready to go. All right. Right off the bat, my auger is going to give me 639 rare ore plus 153 rare crystal. That's a total of 792 rare materials. Rare materials pay you 150 points. Yay, whoop de doo I got 118,000 points off that upgrade. By the way, Scopely, for the love of all things holy, rare materials should count for more than 150 points when an uncommon costs 100. Just, just saying. The, the, even the numbers of raw materials required are less than uncommon so you know if you have an uncommon component that's your money spot okay uh and we're going to talk about that in a second but if you've got a component that takes uncommon mm, that's your money spot right there but i told you okay so let's 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 back up i got one hundred eighteen thousand points in the bank with my tier uh tier eight weapon my tier eight energy weapon of my auger now, I have no idea what things are going to cost um, for the Tier 9 components, right? I don't know. So I'm going to come into Elkars. Again, good old trusty Elkars 2.0. And I'm going to do Augur. All right? And then I'm going to do Tier 9. Um, and I know I'm not going to do all of Tier 9, so let's do Tier 9 Weapon. Okay? Tier 9 Weapon. And so what this is going to do, by the way, it's going to give me the cost of both of the weapons. All right. By the way, now that's not going to work. Uh, the phaser turret is 1,500 rare ore, so I'm not going to be able to do that. Oh, gosh, and the obliterator is 1,200 rare ore, so that's out. That's out, right? Let's do auger uh, warp engine tier 9. Let's see what the warp engine is going to be. Uh, tier 9 warp. Let's see if I can do that one. Oh, my goodness. 275 rare crystal. All right. Well, I can afford that. I'll be able to do that. 275 rare crystal is another 40,000 points. All right. Now I'm up to 220,000 points. FYI, you need millions. You need millions. All right. But I'm up to 220,000 points. So the auger not giving me a heck of a lot of help here, is it? 
So uh, let's just see. What else? Is there anything about the auger that takes uncommon? Let's do auger, tier 9, cargo. Finally, 11. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The tier nine cargo bay of the auger costs 11,000 uncommon ore. Now that's a money shot right there, folks. That's a money shot. 11,000 uncommon. How many points is that? 11,000 times 100. That's 1.1 million. 1.1 million for the tier nine cargo bay. Do I have 11,000 ore? Now I'm going to have to go into my materials tab. Okay. Now I got to check. Do I have 11,000 ore? I don't even know if I do. I'm going to go down to my materials, and I'm going to check, and I'm going to say, well, daggone. Shucky darn. I don't. I don't. Okay? I've only got 7,500. So I'm out. Okay? I'm out on that component. There are no other components of my auger that I can do that are going to give me any points in the Kirk auction. So, guys, here's here's what I'm looking at so far. I got 220,000 points going into the Kirk auction. Is that enough? You tell me. Anybody? Is 220,000 points enough to secure 10th place? Nope. Sure isn't. Sure isn't. Okay. Now, <laughs> Blue Mandalorian says, to be fair, that's a good price for 50 increase in your protected cargo for the auger. Very funny. Yes. Uh, Battle Droid says, what about buildings? Okay. Let's take a look at buildings. Um, buildings. Let's take a look at the interior, uh, or the exterior. All everything at thirty-nine. Interior. Uh oh, everything at thirty-nine. Wait a second. You mean I got to go to Ops Forty just to spend anything? And by the way, Ops Forty doesn't cost any uncommon. <laughs> all right. Not that I'm complaining that it doesn't cost anything uncommon, but no points there. Call me C. Kalmic. Sorry. Says buildings and research count. No, sir. Not for the Kirk auction, okay? Not for the buildings and research themselves, but yes, for the material spend. You're right, but I'm not there yet. I'm looking at ships first, okay? So let's go over here. Let's take a look at my Enterprise. Do I have anything I can upgrade on my Enterprise, okay? Um, let's see. It looks like I've got enough gas. I don't have enough ore because I'm using all my ore on the auger. God, man. So I can't do anything with the Enterprise. What do I got left? All right, let's take a look. Uh, let's take a look at my jelly. All right, hey, hey, the jelly is <coughs> the jelly's using G4 materials. Those have got to be worth some more points, right? Hey, somebody, tell me, what's a G4 uncommon worth? T somebody, what's a G4 uncommon worth? That's got to be worth big points, right? G4 uncommon? Wait a second. Jayberg, wait a second. Are you, you mean to tell me that that the G4 Uncommon is the exact same as G3 in points? Well, no help there. No help there. I don't know. Maybe. Look, I can get 800. What? If I need 831 uh, G3 un, uh, G4 Uncommon, that's 100 points. So, oh, wow, there's another 83,000. Hey, guys, I'm up to 300,000 points. I'm up to 300,000. Is that enough to get me top 10? 300,000 points? Mm, no, probably not. Probably not. Uh, let's see. I could spend another 480 there. Oh, man. Pops, what are you saying? P 
Pops in the chat right now may have it right. How do you go back? Now, by the way, slightly wasteful, <laughs> okay? Although they can be eventually scrapped, all right? Guys, go back and let's take a look. We've been talking as, as far as your post-40 life. Your post-40 life requires you to do what? Requires you to scrap materials. Uh, requir requires you to scrap ships. Requires you to scrap Mayflowers. D3s. Jayberg says I do it with Centurions a lot. Okay? I've been working on a Mayflower to get in there and scrap. Okay? Building a Mayflower. All right? Let's take a look at this. Let's let's see, for example, let's go back into Elkars, and let's do Mayflower total. I want the total cost of ownership for a Mayflower. Let's see what it is. All right? Now, again, I'm not, please don't think I'm talking to the whales. I'm not. These are steps that you need to go through to determine whether or not you are ready to participate and place in a spending auction. Guys, here's the USS Mayflower. Total cost of ownership, 5,088 uncommon gas. <clears throat> Let me check and see if I've got that. Let me check and see. Now, keep in mind, these are base values. You're going to spend a little bit less, okay? That's admittedly. You'll have to do your research to find out what you're actually going to spend. Okay, three-star uncommon gas. Daggone it! I've only got 3,300, so I can't max a Mayflower. All right. But, I mean, I can spend 3,300. 3,300 is another 330 points. Now we're making chunks. Now we're making chunks. Now I'm up to about 650,000 points. Okay, still not enough for top 10, just FYI. But... I'm also, in, in the process of maxing that Mayflower, I'm also going to spend 1,600 Uncommon Ore. Hey, I've got that. I've got that. That's another 167,000 points. Now I'm up to 800,000 points. Okay? 800,000 points. Let's take a look. Let, yes, Tequila, I literally just said those words. Research will reduce the cost, therefore reducing your accumulated points. Okay, you're not going to spend exactly what Elkar says. If you want to be prepared exactly, you need to figure out what your efficiencies are going to be. This all needs to go into a spreadsheet, folks. Okay, if Elkar's says that you're going to spend 5,088, you need to find out exactly what the 5,088 is going to end up being to calculate your points. Not only that, but you need to figure out where that 5,088 is going to go. All right. Part of it could be in a component that you can't get to because you don't have the rare ore. You see what I'm saying? So you got to you got to map it all out. When I say map it out, you got to look at the cost of every single component and play it through in your head. Here's another one, folks. Do you have enough tritanium to max a ship? All right. Let's take a look at another one that was suggested, which is, by the way, a wonderful suggestion. Okay. Oops. Horizon total. Horizon is is not bad, all right? Because A, everybody has buku buttloads of these blueprints, all right? Let's take a look at this one here, folks. And uh, sorry, I'm putting this in the chat room. Moderators, if you don't care, grab it, throw it into the graphics room as we go, all right? Here's a Horizon. 3,244 uncommon crystal. There's another 320,000 points. 680 uncommon gas. There's uh, 70,000 points. Okay? 
So right there, I've got almost, at base value, 400,000 points. Now, JD7 says, where do you get all the materials? I just told you, I don't have a whole lot of materials. Here's my count. I got 7,600 ore, 3,300 gas, and 4,500 crystal. Okay? That's it. So I have to plan out the spend of these materials reduced by the amount of research that I've got that's going to reduce them and figure out the most number of points for the least number of upgrades that I can get. All right, you see what I'm saying? The Mayflower is a good option. The Horizon is a good option. D3 might actually be a decent option for me. I've got some crystal. You know what's going to be my best option with 7,600 ore? The Bordas. The Bordas is going to be the best option for me because it's going to take ore and it's going to take crystal, right? The Bordas takes ore and crystal, which happen to be the two that I have the most of. I got 7,600 ore. I got 4,500 crystal. Now, someone's going to say, well, you need to save that stuff. You need to save that stuff. You don't want to waste it on a Bordas. Okay? I don't know. Jayberg says the Bordas over the Legionary. You know, you, that's arguable. I'd want to look. I want to see what's going to maximize the spend based on what I have. The Legionary may be better, Jayberg. You're absolutely right. But then somebody else says, well, buildings can. You're right. If you have buildings that you can speed build, then those material costs will count. Same thing for research. I may go in and take a look at some research that I may be able to do. All right. But what does most research cost? I don't want to say all. All right. And certainly not almost all, not even, you know, 75%. But a simple majority of research takes gas. And golly, that is my least available material right my least available material so and snake eyes thank you you got to decide do i want to burn research for kirk or do i want to save the research for spock oh man now 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 you got another question all right so we've given you the method on actually calculating your potential in a kirk auction that's your potential. The materials that you've got, going through L-cars, calculating your reductions, and seeing how many points you're actually going to be able to do. Because it's not a matter of having 7,500 ore. You have to have something to spend it on. Okay? you got to have something to spend, uh, spend it on. Hudson says, sounds like a lot of lat and speed-ups. <laughs> Hudson, what did I say at the very beginning of this show? Parabellum is a godsend because I am saving every strip of latinum i can every scrap of latinum i can get my hands on i'm saving because yes i'm going to need a boatload of speed ups okay a boatload of speed ups to do what i want to do and that by the way is for the kirk auction thank you snake eyes we'll spend five more minutes on spock and then we'll move on if the Kirk auction is not for you, if you look at it and say, well, listen, golly, I've only got the potential of a million points, all right? Is that enough to get you in the top 10 or get you to place wherever the shards are that you need? Maybe not. On the other hand, you may look and say, well, gosh, we're only in arc one. Is it possible that we see more Kirk auctions in future arcs? Is it possible that Kirk shards 
will continue to be made available. Maybe I don't need to compete in an auction. Oh, and Scaly, you're 1,000% right. He says you can't predict your place in an auction. So true. So true. You can't. You can only use the data in front of you, but there are ways to figure out your potential score. Now, whether it's going to be enough, can't tell you. Okay? Can't tell you if it's going to be enough, but I can tell you what you're capable of scoring. And it's not just whatever you have in your inventory. Okay? Spock auction, same kind of thing. Go through. Use L cars. Map out the researches that you have available. Check the dependencies. Use a spreadsheet to literally write out your path. This is the research I'm going to do, number one. This is the second research I'm going to do. This is the third research I'm going to do. And the fourth and the fifth. By the way, calculate the speed-ups. Calculate the latinum. You can do all of this with a good spreadsheet. By the way, you don't even have to do it alone. You don't even have to do it alone, do they, Ripper? Is Ripper still here? <laughs> he might have bounced. It's not that late. You think he went to bed? He's been having trouble sleeping. No, he just uh, talked to... He said, buy packs. Maybe, so maybe he went to get cake. <laughs> maybe he went to get some leftover birthday cake. All right. Guys, you don't even have to do it alone. L-Cars literally has a spreadsheet for this that will tell you exactly what you're going to spend based on the base costs that are in L-Cars. You plug in your levels of research and it'll tell you what your net spend is going to be. By the way, it also works for speed. And you can, you can reduce that by 16 or 17 or 18%, depending on your alliance. So you take the speed, reduce it another 17%. That's how many speed-ups you're going to have to use because you're going to get a 17 or 18% reduction on your from your helps. Apparently, Wicked Witch, I may have put him to sleep. Vita says you could alliance hop, but listen, this is a speed event. Alliance hopping is dangerous. This is a speed event, okay? You probably want to get your 18 helps and, and move on. Jumping back and forth between a bunch of alliances for a single piece of research may not work. Now, it is a two-day event. Oh, it does. It does. It's a two-day event, but you're going to have to be really patient. You're going to have to start early, too. All right? But that is dangerous. That is a dangerous way to do it. All right? Keep in mind, as demonstrated in the last auction and as announced in the news center, buildings won't count for this event. It's just research power. Ship XP and Officer XP. Now, so what can you do if you're going to maybe try to use Ship XP? Well, Ship XP, that's a great one, folks. Eight points per Ship XP. Hey, uh, does anybody have an idea on the number one ship? I'm going to recommend that you keep saved for a Spock auction. Thank you, Grudging Sue. Thank you, Clyde. You got it. Estella. Ladies and gentlemen, huh. I am sorry, and, and I am gonna I'm gonna reveal my ace in the hole here just a little bit, Clyde. Just FYI for anybody in my bracket. I have two tier nine Stellas ready to go. Guess what level they are? Anybody? They are both level one. Level one. <laughs> hey, real quick, let's see what Elkar says my spend is going to be on a Stella for XP. Stella, total. All right. Yeah, baby. 
Now we're talking. I can probably do some significant damage in the Spock auction. All right, I'm going to throw this up here real quick. Th thank you. Okay. Fat Man says Stella is so easy to grind with Pike Leslie Goon. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to grind this one, Fat Man. I intentionally kept it at level one. Why? I'm preparing for this auction. Now, Captain Planet says, yeah, but Spock? True. True. Okay. Maybe. I'm just saying if you want to participate. If you want to participate in a domination-style auction, it doesn't matter if it's Spock, doesn't matter if it's Bones, doesn't matter if it's Curon, doesn't matter if it's Harrison, doesn't matter if it's Jayla, okay? In a domination-style auction, this is how you prepare, okay? This is how you prepare, all right? Take a look right there, folks. A Stella. Total cost of ownership is 2.561 million XP, 2.561 million XP. Let's do some math here. 2.561.700. I've got two, right? I got two that are at level one, so I can actually do that twice. That's 5.1 million. I'm going to multiply that by eight points. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, in the span of 30 seconds, I'm going to put up 41 million points. JD says, how do you get that much ship XP? Well, some people are going to have it from packs. Some people are going to save it. All right. Other people, maybe like me, are going to go back to the very first comment I said at the beginning of the show. Again, save your latinum. Save the latinum. Every scrap of latinum. Holy cow, Shinjo. All right. I don't have nearly that many. <laughs> All right. I've got about 100,000 latinum. All right. I've got about 100,000 latinum. Captain Taylor says leveling Stella with lat is very expensive. Mm, I'm going to argue with you. If it's planned properly, okay, if it's planned properly, listen, you're right. The cheaper amounts are obscene in the conversion, okay? They're obscene. If you need 100 ship XP, it could cost you 100 latinum, all right? But if you need 3,000 ship XP, it could still only cost you 100 latinum. You see what I'm saying, all right? It's extremely expensive at the lower amounts. I've got two Stellas. Both of them are level one. What do you think I might do in that case? Might I take both of them to, say, level 10 or level 15 before I start going for the big amounts? Meow says, just use the cruise, dudes. Meow, you're missing the point. We're not talking about grinding ship XP. We're talking about spending it. Spending it in a domination-style auction in which is coming up on February 6th. Whether you want to do it on Spock or not, whether you want to do it on Harrison, whether you want to do it on Curon or, or anybody else that comes up in this style of auction, this is how you prepare. Okay? Epic Neo says uh, about level 20 is where it should start getting decent, and I don't disagree. You know, I, I was thinking 15. I don't, I don't know if I have enough Latinum or sorry, enough ship XP to get both of them to level 20. Probably 15, but then, you know, like I said, the conversion is going to be better. Okay, the conversion is going to be better. Then I'm going to use latinum to convert. All right, but if I used a bunch of latinum in the Kirk auction, see what I'm saying? You're going to have to pick. You're going to have to pick, all right? But those same horizons that you built and maxed for the Kirk auction, you could potentially then level them. In the Spock auction, North Stars, Devores, 
Okay, Botany Bays. Stella still seems to be my favorite. The Stella is the favorite because you can scrap it and keep going. You don't, I mean, you can't scrap divorce. You can't scrap sarcophaguses. You can't scrap. I mean, you could scrap a North Star, but that one's an expensive ship. You know. Mm. Okay. So there's ways to plan. What you need to do, and, and I'm going to wrap up with this. All right, Snake Eyes. What you need to do, if you plan on participating in an auction, you need to look at everything that you can possibly spend that stuff on. All right. If I'm going to do it with officer XP, I need to go through and look at all my officers that are either eligible for promotion and see if I have the badges and credits necessary and or, or if they're already promoted and I just need the XP to level them. Okay, Elkars 2.0, everybody. The, literally, the answers are there. All you got to do is build yourself out a planner. All right. Step one. Step two. Step three. Step four, continue on. You should have a list. I mean, for any auction, you should have a list, a minimum of 15 to 20 tasks that you can do to earn points. And that way you can see when the auction is here, all right, you've got yourself a running total. If I've got 15 tasks that I can complete that are each going to give me X amount of points, then I know what my total is going to be. I add them up. And if I can place then I'll start completing those tasks. And by the way, <laughs> you're right. Some of that stuff, you probably need to sandbag a little bit. Some people are going to go all out in the beginning, but obviously be aware that you're not going to be the only person sandbagging either. You got to use your head, but you can at least know exactly what you're capable of scoring and then determine if you think you can fall into the bracket. Oh, goodness, Clyde. So close. <laughs> so close. 101 out of 105 shards. Um, you only need, what, 50th place? Well, I don't know how many people are in your bracket. I think in my bracket it went down to 50th place. 50th place, that'll get you the shards you need, Clyde. All right, and that you could probably do with a couple hundred thousand points. All right, so again, it, it, this was just... This was just a quest. It was just a demonstration, okay? This is how you can prepare. People ask me all the time, how many uncommon did you save for your jelly? Well, it's not just about that. I mean, yes, it is about the number of uncommon you've got, all right? But you also have to figure out how to spend it. It's not just about having it in the bank. You've got to have a plan, and that's how you do it, okay? I'm happy to take many uh, take other questions in private message or, or that if you, if you need help, or talk about it in this room because I'm here to tell you. Even though we're talking about this as a teaching point, real quick, all right, just by show of hands, and then we're going to take our last break. My show of hands, real quick, in this chat room at this very moment, say I if you actually planned your jelly auction. If you had a list of components that you were going to spend on, that you planned out your material, if you had a plan versus just winging it, okay, if you had a plan for your jelly auction or any other epic auction, speak up. Hey, Tony Rome, Vagabond, Right Turn Clyde, Burn Light Guys, Captain Bull, Stony Dude, Commander Taylor, Day Trade, Truckin' Chick, Winston, Zedimore, Hudson, Eden, Ape. Snake Eye says I'm going to wing it. He's the only one so far. Weg. <laughs> oh, Weg 2020 says no, I, I, I didn't plan it either. Uh, Romulan Ale. Crazy. Uh, Skippy. Scaly. Demolition. All right. Battle Droid says I'll wing it. Uh, so aside from Weg, Snake Eyes, and Battle Droid so far, 
everybody else said that they have planned one out. Folks, I'm here to tell you, that is the method. <laughs> okay, that's what you got to do. Jonathan Ingram jokes and says, you mean there's auction events? <laughs> Snake Eyes says, play the game and have fun. I don't disagree, man. I don't disagree, but part of having fun is making sure you win, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to have a whole lot of fun if I blow 10,000 uncommon and I lose. That's not fun, you know? So, um, yeah, now WEG2020 says, assuming you want to win. You're right. I just want to have fun. You and Snake Eyes are the exact same. Snake Eyes saying the same thing. Math ain't fun. WEG says, assuming you want to win, you plan it out. I just want to have fun. Just as a sidebar, WEG, I am going to presume that if you don't care about winning and just want to have fun, you're not actually going to be competing in an auction. Am I wrong? Okay. I mean, listen, let me, let me be completely objective. If you don't care about winning and just want to have fun, you're probably not participating in an auction. Okay. So, uh, yeah, planning is fun. Vagabond says math is fun. Yay. Winner for you. Okay. Uh, that's true. Snake Eye says, on the other hand, it's not whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. Well, okay, I'll go with that. How I play the game is a little bit more structured and uh, strategy-based, okay, than, than maybe some other people. And that's how we're going to share it, okay? And, again, maybe this is for you. Maybe you don't even listen to this episode, all right? But uh, this is a potential way to do it. Captain Vega says, I can't compete with whales with Amex cards, okay? Captain Vega, agreed. The good news for you is is that in these officer auctions, you're not competing with whales. You're competing with ops brackets similar to your own. Okay? You're competing with a level of player that is about right where you are. Okay? That, that's the truth. Unless it's the jelly auction. The jelly auction's 36 plus, all the way through 50. <laughs> all right? But for the officer auctions, uh, that's, that's where you're at. Okay? There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. Uh, any other questions? Last second, 12, 12 seconds, 15 seconds. I am going to do a, um, a five-minute community Q&A burst like we did last time. And then uh, I'm going to try another new game, Snake Eyes. <laughs> I've got another new game that I want to try to play. I, I'm going to keep doing this until we find one that we like, okay? By the way, just in case... Just in case anybody, you know, wanted to get really fussy about it, I did do a Steakhouse or Gay Bar game. But I've got another new game that I would like to try just to see if it can potentially win. And by the way, it is super, super easy. I mean, literally super easy, super duper duper easy, and it's coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Wiggling Spearmint Gum, the minty fresh chewing gum made with moth larvae. Joe Biden has been sworn in as president, but for millions of Trump-hating liberals, the battle to find something to do with their lives is just beginning. The Trump complaint line helps people who've lost their purpose find a new one. Trump hotline. Hi, my name is Grayson, and none of my friends are mad about anything. I just don't see the point of Twitter anymore. There never was a point to Twitter, Grayson. But hang in there. 
the social justice crowd will find someone to cancel soon enough. The Trump complaint line has solutions everyone can vote for. I just don't feel right at all. I haven't called anyone a Nazi on Facebook in days. The Trump complaint line. Just because your party won doesn't mean the party's over. Welcome, uh, welcome back, everybody. Bob Seger. Yes. I love this song. Uh, I don't know about anybody else. Uh, did anybody else do, like, um, do you guys, anybody in here do, like, you know, like, show choir or anything like that? Like, when you were in high school or middle school or anything like that? Um, when I was in high school, I, I participated in my high school show choir. And this was, uh, it's funny how you remember things like that. Yeah, Friendzone said I was in jazz band. Friendzone, I bet that if somebody started playing something uh, or you heard a musical piece that you performed back in high school, like it's all going to come back to you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I remember in high school's show choir, we did old time rock and roll and I would be willing to bet you a dollar that if I spent five minutes thinking about it, I could probably even remember the choreography for that. For that. Oh, come on, meow. Show choir. Show choir was fun. Show choir in, in my high school, it wasn't like, no, nah, it's not like Karkin is showing. It wasn't like, you know, 
full-on robes and choir, okay? We were like a pop rock show choir. We danced and we did contemporary music or fun music, like old-time rock and roll. Yeah, that, Fat Man Boo says, like Glee. Uh, okay, so, uh, admittedly, yes. <laughs> that was how... That was how nerdy we were. <laughs> it was. It actually was a lot like Glee. We did a lot of that style of music and a lot of, you know, rewriting or using those versions of that. Yeah, it was very, it was very Glee. All right, that's, uh, that was what we did in high school. I had a lot of fun with doing that. I did, I did show choir and band, so I was, I was for sure a music nerd. Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's right. That's show choir, buddy. That's what we did. It was a lot of fun. Welcome back. Your mics are potted up. Uh, good evening. Welcome to the show. If I'm not mistaken, Snake Eyes, we have left enough time for our five-minute community Q&A blast. You guys really liked that on the last show. Um, so if you guys want to do it again, I- I'm going to give you 30 seconds lead time to go ahead and start typing the questions uh when this becomes you know no longer fun then we won't do it anymore but um you guys go ahead and start typing your questions in and i will uh we'll we'll get to that here in just about 60 seconds or so ripper did you ever join us back or are you here with us now or did you he, he may have passed out yep he's gone um he's gone so (laughs) now listen keep in mind uh only stuff that i'm going to be able to share with you okay if it's stuff that's protected by nda of course you're going to get a big old i have no idea all right so if it's something that you have a question on or maybe an opinion question something i may be able to help you with but but honestly if it's not something that we've really you know talked about on this show uh before then i may not have an answer for you uh you guys get your questions in five minute community q a blast coming up here in the next 30 seconds or so, and uh, and we'll get those in. So you guys continue to ask your questions. Let me see if what I've got in PM here real quick. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Kicker says, I'm not sure points are actually right for under level 20 to complete the overflow event. I haven't missed any events and have received max points, yet you're showing 222,000 points um is all you've gotten here so far so you're showing short 38,000 points I mean I don't know that you had any different events did under 20 have different events I'm gonna have to uh Snake Eyes says yes in fact they did um you know we'll look into that kicker I'll look into that I'll see if I can get you an answer I'm not exactly sure thank you for your private message uh and I'll, I'll I'll ask that and see uh see if it's something we can do um, let's see. You're very welcome, sir. Um, okay. Uh, that's really all the PMs that I've got. Uh, I got a message here for Friday night. Uh, we'll promote Rev Deuce's live stream on Twitch Friday night. Jackbox Games. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I missed the one last Friday because I was I kind of unplugged. But the one before that was a super lot of fun. You guys can check that out. That, that was fun. I had a good time on that show. Um, all right. Are we about ready? You guys got your questions in? Uh, let me see. Let me uh, scroll back up. Yes, go ahead. Real quick. Somebody was typing there. Um, okay. Here we go. Five minutes community Q&A. Hope you guys have uh, all your questions in. If we run out of time, then, you know, we just run out of time. Five-minute community Q&A. Let's go. Uh, oh, wrong button. There we go. Thank you. All right. Um what happened? <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Okay, here we go. The looter says uh, three arcs or four. Don't know. Can't honestly, can't honestly tell you. The Haggis says how much wood would a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood, the answer is 
four and a quarter face loads. Hudson says new ship in Arc 2. That's not been confirmed. I have no information regarding a new ship in Arc 2. Uh, Captain Taylor, did I ever get a final answer to your disappearing loot issue? Um, I have been told that it has been duplicated and uh, reproduced and that they are working on trying to solve it, but it has not been uh, issued. There's not been a fix put into the game yet. Uh, Zakara says, Bones, epic or rare? I don't know. Goodness gracious. JT Bob says, best level 32 ship, or do I skip and go straight for the 34s? Uh, ding, ding, everybody, skip them. Okay, skip them in my book. All right, 34 is going to be very, very soon. Epic Neo says, Panic coming on the show soon. Yes, Panic will be here. Uh, he is currently scheduled. Oh, there's 60 seconds. Panic is scheduled for Wednesday, February 3rd. All right, the new year kind of messed everything up with our state of the game. So, obviously, I guess we're skipping January. Panic is scheduled for Wednesday, February 3rd. Can we get Old Man to join as well? I would love that. Uh, send him messages and tell him you want to see him on the show. I'm a crazy. Sarko, free to play. Anytime soon? Thune or Armada soon? Uh, don't have an answer specifically. However, I've been told that they are coming soon. Hudson says, Tribble event? No idea. Would love it. Harker says, rotating services and particles. Uh, I've been pushing for that, pushing for that, pushing for that, but no plans, at least not that I've been made aware of, of doing that anytime soon. Weg2020 says, Coffin BPs this arc. Hopefully not confirmed. Medieval Knight says, after locking all three factions at 10 million, is it advised to run single or dual into the four-star world? Depends on who you talk to. Some people have said they've been able to keep the balance, uh, but most G4 players like Jonathan, Big Country, Gregor have all indicated that it is extremely hard to keep dual faction balanced in the G4 world, so they would recommend and have recommended single faction. Um, Omar says, change in loyalty tokens happening on all servers. The answer is yes. The time frame has not yet been announced. Uh, Scalyback says, got Prime Officers, getting bored Prime, level 34. Which 26 should I scrap for which Prime next? Ooh, good question, Scaly. I'm going to come back to that one. It's a good topic. I'm going to come back to it, okay? Um, let's see. Meow says, did you see what I said about the gas fiasco about just converting the Epic to Rare for later? I didn't see what you're saying. I didn't see what you said, but that is a good idea and was recommended by Gregor as well. Convert the Epic to Rare. You might be able to use that a little bit better. Battle Droid says, do you know if there's going to be more DuPont shards available next arc? I would <laughs> Yes, I know that there will be more DuPont. Damn it, Snake Eyes. I don't know how to. Yes. All right, there will be more shards available. Malleus Wannabe. Don't tell anybody I said that. Malleus, uh, let's see, under 20 had a double event a few days ago. Okay, cool. Good. Uh, how many points does four-star epic give for the Kirk event? Oh, gosh, 704. I don't know. It's a very good question. If you're going to hold your Borg refinery, uh, don't know. We'll come back to that. Very good question. Uh, Karkin says, how are server mergers coming? No new news there. Chalice says, are TOS officers going to be in the faction recruit store? Probably not. Pro I wouldn't think so. They haven't told us where they're going to put them, but I don't think that that's where they would go. Siberian Husky says, status on hashtag return the burn. No updates. As a matter of fact, they had a meeting about that just the other day, and then I sat in uh, and had a conversation with Ares about that yesterday. Uh, they are still discussing. No decision been made. Andar says, when are you going to Ops 40, DJ? Uh, I will go to Ops 40 once I have accumulated 24 billion steel. 
I have eight billion so far, so I'm about thirty percent there. Okay. Um, Jay Bird, four star gives a hundred for uncommon and a hundred and fifty for rare, just like three star. Yeah, that's terrible. What about the epic though, Jay Bird? That's what we're asking. Is the epic? Um. Okay. When will Prime Particles be available for free-to-play binary? Uh, no immediate plans for that, but as I have announced on this show many, many times, I do not expect that to be available for many, many months, okay? Before Primes were able to be ground out with the scrapyard was nearly a year. I do not expect Prime Particles to be available anytime soon, all right? Best PVE epic ship, says Daytrade. Augur, definitely the Augur. Um... Divine says, event store at the end of the seasonal arc? Yes. Absolutely. Confirmed. Um, Okay. Uh, That, I think, was five minutes. uh, Here, I'll give you one or two more, and then that's it. Um, Let's see. That's pretty much all you guys wrote. Pop says, rare tactical cores. Nothing confirmed. No answer. Uh, Lord Farquaad will wrap up with yours. Best crew to beat a bigger auger... In an enterprise. Okay, Kirk. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to say Sharvenik needs to be in the conversation. Okay, so Sharvenik on the side. Um, depends on their crew. If they're running a, if they're running con, I would probably say Saru, Kirk, Shar. If they're not running con, I'm going to say Kirk, Con, Shar. Captain Bull says. Actually, I like this one too. Uh, Yuki. Kirk, no, not Marcus. Definitely not Marcus. Not if you're trying to kill an auger, okay? Yuki, Kirk, and Sharvenik, says Captain Bull. Uh, Yuki, Kirk, and Sharvenik would actually be a very, very good one. Uh, Jerry Ryan also suggesting Yuki, Kirk, and Yanog. That's only if Yanog is maxed. Uh, and me personally, I'm not a big fan of Yanog anyway. I would go with Sharvenik uh, if you got it, okay? Kalmik says TOS Kirk, Ash, and GG. No, I don't like that. I don't like that one at all. Keenzer. Uh, yeah, Keenzer, Barrett, Domitia. There you go. All right, I Beglin, I'll give you I'll give you last word. Any talks of taking caps off of generators? Uh no. Haven't haven't heard anything about that, but obviously that's been that's been advocated for for a long, long time. Okay. Uh, so there you go. Okay. Five minute community Q and a blast. I, did you guys like it again? I think the last one was a little bit more fun because you guys actually asked serious questions this time. <laughs> Yank. Last time I got questions like, you know, my favorite color and you know, what's four plus four. I like that one. 704 says I was quicker last time because you guys asked like harder game questions this time. <laughs> more game questions. All right. Uh, anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's play a game. All right. Welcome to the show. We've got, whoa, 174 people. Welcome. 174 people in the voice room right now. We are going to play a game again, just like last time. This game needs to be played in voice, all right? So sorry if this makes it a little bit tougher. We'll, we'll see. It really should be played. It, it can be played in text, but it really should be played in voice. Let's see who's going to get a chance to play. Siberian Husky, congratulations. Welcome. Siberian Husky, you have a chance to play our game today, okay? The game would ideally be played in voice. Siberian Husky, are you able to play in voice? And I know that he's here because he literally just asked a question. 
during the Q&A blast. Siberian Husky, welcome to the show. Uh, 15 seconds. I need a response. 15 seconds. We'll have to pick somebody else. Siberian Husky, are you here? Siberian Husky. It's a great name. Yeah, TikTok, TikTok. A few more seconds. Blue says I'll cover for him. Uh, okay. All right, we're going to have to move on. Sorry, Siberian. Yeah, he went outside to take a pee and he froze. All right. Vita's bot. Vita's bot. Find us another player, please. Finally famous. Congratulations. Finally famous. Are you here? That's a new name. I, I don't recognize that guy. There he is. Finally famous. Welcome. I uh, appreciate you being here at Server 26. Thank you. Finally famous. Are you able to play in voice today? I would very much like for you to be able to play in voice. If you can play in voice, it'll be a lot of fun. Now, if you got to play in text, it's okay. He says, no, sorry, i got to play in text. All right, here's how we're going to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new game for you. Let's jump right in. Famous, hang on one second. I just opened a PM window with you. All right, I just opened a, a direct message window with you. You're going to answer in here, okay? This is just so I don't lose your answers. you got to go very, very quickly. All right, this game is called Blurt. All right. Some of you guys may have played this board game before. The game is called Blurt. What it is, is I'm going to ask you, Famous, I'm going to ask you a super duper easy question. Like crazy easy. So easy, in fact, that it might actually like be on the tip of your tongue and you can't think of it. Okay. Like, for example, here is one question that would be asked. All right. Blurt. Uh, is the name of the game. Here's a question that would be asked. The nut of an oak tree. Okay? The nut of an oak tree. That's a simple answer, right? Here's the catch. You got 30 seconds to answer at least seven. <laughs> That's like four seconds per answer. Four se it's super, super fast. That's why I'm saying voice would definitely be better. <laughs> voice. Oh, snake eyes. <laughs> I want to read it out loud. I'm not. All right. Max says, can you even read seven questions in 30 seconds? It's very quick. Very quick. 704 says, again, difficult for the not native English. 704, I, I truthfully do understand that. I, and I would love, I'm, I'm trying. This, it's simple. Very simple questions. Very simple answers. All right. But we, we do speak. You've never heard of an acorn. Well, fortunately, you could skip this one. Here, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a break. I'll give you a break, Famous. Six questions. You only got to get six right, and you can pass. I've got ten of them available. Ten. All right? So, you only got to get six. You only got to get six. Finally, Famous, are you ready to, are you ready to try the game? <laughs> are you ready to play? He says he's ready. Here we go, folks. I got the PM window open. 30 seconds are on the clock. Ten clues are at the ready. Here we go. The clock will begin after I finish reading the very first one. Here we go, Famous. Okay, so for those of you who were actually listening live, you heard what happened. We lost electricity up here on the big mountain, all right? And as I said at the beginning of the show, we're expecting some crazy weather here tonight, so 
Uh, that's what happened. We lost power. We couldn't finish the show. Fortunately, we got everything else pretty much out of the way. It was just the game. So finally famous, we're going to make you a winner. We're going to make you a, 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 a winner of a prize without even having to play the game. See, your luck held out today. <laughs> your luck held out. So that's what is going to happen. We're going to make you a winner. We'll reach out to you in PM, and, uh, you know, that's that's what happens. In the meantime, uh, electricity did finally eventually come back. It is many hours later now, and uh, in podcasts, it'll all be mixed together, and you'll get to hear how silly and goofy this whole thing actually was. So, uh, yes, we've lost power. Yes, I'm by myself now in the studio in the dead of night when electricity has returned, and yes, uh, I guess the show is over. All right, <laughs> the show is over. Let's uh, let's get the heck on out of here, okay? And I thank you guys all very much for listening. I uh, appreciate it so very, very much. Absolutely. There we go. Visit our website, TalkingTrackSTFC.online. <laughs> it's just me. TalkingTrackSTFC.online. I'm so lonely. It's the middle of the night. We've already got three inches of snow outside. <laughs> It's going to be a good one tomorrow. Uh, guys, yeah, visit our website for anything related to Talking Trek. You want to get links to previous episodes? You can do that. You want to get links to our YouTube channel? You can do that, too. You want to get links to our Discord? All available on our website, Talking Trek STFC, Talking Trek STFC. Dot online. That's where you can go and get all the hookup on everything related to Talking Trek. All right. Yeah. You can even uh, check out our patron page. Okay. That's where you can contribute financially to the show, where you could go and consider contributing your financial support. Anywhere from a dollar all the way up to the sky's the limit. Gold patrons, only $5 a month. And you get your name in yellow on our website, a nice gold, pretty color. And we read your name out right now. And I would like to say thank you to the gold patrons that we've got right now. Gregor, thank you. Scott, Bankman, I'm Beglin, Big Country, Doom, Hank, Chuck Sagrunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhoney, Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, and Jetski, Wingnut, Jay Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Raxnar, Striker, Be Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quack Fu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damadarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, The Egger, Spock the Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dud, Fog and Farts. <laughs> I always. I always get cracked up at your name. Uh, ben Roby, thank you. Bubba Joe, thank you, sir. Crazy Bob, Murph, and Arian. Our latest gold sponsors, thank you for contributing to Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll see you coming up this weekend, Sunday, don't forget, a late taping. Yeah, I got to work. It'll be a late taping this coming Sunday and February 3rd. Coming up, Panic. Community manager from Scopely will be on the show, plus our Spam It giveaway. All the more reason for you to join our Discord. Link available at TalkingTrackSTFC.online. 
My name's Ultimate DJs. Love you, mean it. See you later. Bye-bye.